Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, it's Wednesday, December 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A robbery suspect is dead after a shootout with a FedEx driver on Tuesday night in the Lawndale section of the city. Police say just after 7 o'clock, the FedEx driver was making a delivery to a home with a white picket fence. After he dropped off the package, a suspect walked up into the property with a gun to rob the FedEx driver, and the bullets started flying. Both men were shot. Officers found the 32-year-old FedEx driver suffering from a gunshot wound to the stomach. Police say the driver went to a nearby Acme to get help after being shot. Uh, He was transported to an area hospital where he's expected to survive. Chief Inspector Scott Small said police did recover the firearm from the FedEx driver and he is completely cooperating with police. The 27-year-old suspect died after the shootout. Police say the suspect was in possession of items from the FedEx truck. Officers also found the suspect's vehicle with another man inside of it. That person is now considered a person of interest. Anyone with information is asked to call Police at 215-686-TIPS. Scam artists are on the prowl during the holiday season and becoming more sophisticated. They're learning subtle details uh, about their targets that can lead them to letting their guard down. 6ABC did an investigative report and spoke to Jonathan Lane, who says the job offer sounded legitimate. His mother, an alumna at Rosemont College, received an email that appeared to be from her former school's job placement and student services department. The offer was $300 to be a mystery shopper. It said to go to the website site quantitativeresearchsurvey.com. The Drexel University student was in need of cash for the holidays, so he filled out what looked like a regular application. The 20-year-old was instructed to make a purchase at Best Buy. He received what appeared to be $1,900 uh, in a cashier's check. It looked real. It was from a reputable bank with a legitimate routing number. The check quickly cleared, but then he started receiving texts. Please com- complete the assignment. He was instructed to buy $1,600 in Best Buy gift cards and then text the codes to his representative. The remaining $300 from the cashier's check would be commission. Lane did and thought nothing of it until he checked his bank account, uh, which basically they had cleared out. Oh, uh, my God. Best Buy received a statement that uh, that said they hate seeing scams like this happen and warned people not to provide their gift card and PIN numbers to anyone. The Federal Trade Commission says check the Mystery Shopping Providers Association for a database of authentic companies. And if you're asked to deposit checks or send money or anything of value back, then it's a scam. Lane says he's a bit embarrassed about the stolen money and now owes his bank uh, police and fi- uh, fire federal credit union $1,600. That just sucks. Yeah, it's yep. terrible. Another holiday gift that you likely won't be receiving from your company. A Michigan company had such a good year that it decided to throw a memorable holiday party complete with entertainment by a Grammy award-winning duo and some incredible gifts for its employees. United Shore Financial Services, a wholesale mortgage lending company based in Pontiac, had a record year this year. Its headcount also increased from 2,700 to 4,800, hiring about 250 people each month, according to CEO Matt Ishbia. To celebrate, the company booked Grammy award-winning EDM pop duo, the Chainsmokers, for the night's entertainment. They also gave away 13 new Cadillacs and 30 cruises to the Bahamas. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> right? United Shore anticipates doing $106 billion in mortgage broker volume production this year, more than doubling last year's total of $41 billion. I just get happy when they have sliders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. We get free food and we're like, oh, yeah. free breakfast. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ishbia said the secret sauce is the people and the culture and the team. In sports this morning. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Claude Giroux and Sean Couturier each had a goal and an assist, and David Kasha scored his first NHL goal to lead the Flyers past the Ducks last night in South Philly. Yeah. With a <laughs> Giroux started off by scoring 55 seconds into the second period, and Kasha followed up with a tip-in goal. Jake Voracek scored an insurance goal, 4-11 into the third. Couturier added an empty netter with just under eight seconds left, and Carter Hart made a season-high 40 saves to earn the win. The Flyers are home again tomorrow night with a game against the Buffalo Sabres. The Sixers are back home tonight with a game against the Miami Heat. The Sixers are in second place in the Eastern Conference, four games behind the Milwaukee Bucks. The Heat Heat are just a half a game behind the Sixers. Tip-off tonight is at 7 o'clock. Fletcher Cox and Zach Ertz are headed back to the Pro Bowl. Cox, the Eagles' first-round pick in 2012, is headed to his fifth straight Pro Bowl and Ertz to his third straight. They're among five Eagles who earned the honors. Offensive lineman Brandon Brooks and Jason Kelsey both were named to their third Pro Bowl team and long snapper Rick Lovato to his first-time Pro Bowler. The Eagles are at home this Sunday with a game against the Dallas Cowboys and a trip to the playoffs is on the line. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, we are prepped for some activity today in the studio. We have a hottie cam with Delilah's. Oh. Uh, the ladies are always prompt and always entertaining and they have their uh, tinsels and tasks. A holiday extravaganza, which is tonight. So uh, when they get here, we'll let you know. Turn on the webcam. Holiday resplendent. Yeah, you're right. They usually have some kind of an elf or Santa costume or something. They do some changes uh, while they're here. So uh, we'll let you know what's going on with that. Uh, It's a Wednesday, so we'll go on Fox Good Day today. Say hello to the gang. And we have a secret text word. Uh, Coming up on Saturday at Ardmore Music Hall is Living Color. They're going to be performing. Yeah, Awesome. So we're going to give away tickets to that show via the secret text. So just uh, text word secret to 39333. We obviously uh, bounce a word back to you later on. We'll ask you to call in with that word. The designated caller wins the tickets, and then we'll grab a random texter out of that group, too. So a couple different ways to win. Yeah, Ardmore Music Hall has been getting some decent acts there lately. And then um, for those of you who don't know, I mean, it's the old Brownies 23 East. Yeah, it's a great location. Tiny, like, um, I don't want to say tiny, but it's a small location. They just had Tim Reynolds there on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So they're getting some really, really good acts out there. All right, so text word secret. We'll see if you can win. Uh, we have tomorrow morning at this time, tomorrow a.m., we will be broadcasting live from Parks Casino. It is for our Christmas Miracle broadcast. And why don't we give away two pairs Ooh. of passes right now? You're up early, so chances are yeah. it'll be no problem for you to get there tomorrow morning around this time. It's a Christmas Miracle! Yeah! yeah. All right, so we'll take callers 18 and 19, 215-263-WMMR. Got about 10 pair to give away through the course of the morning, so we will start nice and early, and I'll do them two at a time. So let's get you on board now. Caller number 18 and 19. You just have to be at least 21 and available to join us tomorrow morning. Oh, and you need to know about this little radio program that we've been doing for 22-plus years or so, because we're going to ask questions about the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, and test your knowledge. And uh, if you are indeed a super fan, you just might win a prize. Might be worth listening to all of the shows tonight. You can do that. Yeah. You can maybe <laughs> squeeze them in. Yeah. Because you can speed up. You can we, speed we them found up. We, that it, you can speed or slow down. Absolutely. The audio, which we found out drunk Preston <laughs> the other day. Uh, so let's have you uh, call in now and get those tickets. So we got these things and more, some other stuff to give away through the course of the morning, too. So uh, we'll do that as well when we return with the stupid question and uh, some of the entertainment stories that I have for you. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. 
Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, stupid question this morning. We're giving away four pack of tickets. Philadelphia Wings uh, playing Vancouver Warriors at the Wells Fargo Center. And it's the home opener Friday, January 10th. You win tickets for. Uh, so continuing at the holiday theme questions, which one of Santa's reindeer has the same name as another holiday mascot? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Which one of Santa's reindeer has the same name? As another holiday mascot, 215-263-WMMR is a number. A lot of big birthdays today. If you celebrate a birthday on December 18th, you are in some pretty good company. Uh, the great Keith Richards has his birthday today. Finally got to see him in concert. And yeah. This, uh, past tour. Yeah. I'm glad I did. I and think that if, had I have seen him, though, I want... He didn't have his bandana. I was going to say, you, 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 that's one of the things that stood out. And it made him look like old guy on stage as opposed to cool Keith Richards on stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's uh, he's the riff master. He yeah. comes up with, uh, and throughout the years, so many great, iconic guitar riffs. Uh, celebrates his 76th birthday today. And he shares it with Brad Pitt. Hey, oh, my God. Hey, hey. They yeah. can be confused for each other. And actually, the birthdays keep getting there of that size today. Uh, Brad Pitt turns 56 years old. We just had a story of him over at Jennifer Aniston's house for a little holiday party. Hanging out together. They've reconciled. And Casey and I are both happy because the word is they're moving ahead on that World War Z, the World War Z 2 sequel. Right, right. Now, Steven Spielberg also oh my God. a hey. birthday. He was just at the Kennedy Center Honors. On December 18th, yeah. So, uh... A big one for him, uh, 73 years old, and um, that HBO documentary they did on him was terrific. Very comprehensive, terrific. wasn't it? They, yeah. They took pretty much every oh, title, yeah. and uh, I've, I've watched that, and there were there were a couple of things in there that, uh, from early in his career, I wasn't really familiar with. Well, you just know he would be our best friend if he were to come in here. Oh, sure. Yeah. He would love us to death. Steve, you probably knew about this, but I didn't until watching the documentary, was his relationship with Lucas, because Lucas... Um, was um, sort of above him at one point yep. in his career and helped Spielberg uh, come back to the forefront. And they all, so all those guys were helped by Coppola. Right. Uh, they, they all all hung out together and uh, a whole bunch of uh, directors with Scorsese, all that group, they were all in the same sphere. Yeah, yeah it's pretty wild. They, I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah. Casey. They have video footage of them just like playing pool Play, and drinking yeah. and Brian De Palma. All of them in the same yeah. room oh, together. And at the time, they were just... Still just starting up. They yep. were starting yeah. out, and it was it was amazing to see that kind of company together. The Hollywood for the next 30, 40, 50 years would be represented yeah. in that uh, in that picture. It's yeah. pretty wild. There's a similar documentary that's available on Prime Video now that uh, I'll probably watch or rent some point over over the Christmas break. Is uh, it's about Quentin Tarantino? Yep. And I'd like to see that one as well. Uh, so, Mr. Spielberg celebrates his 73rd birthday today. Like I said, it's also uh, Katie Holmes's birthday today. Yo, Holmes. Uh, Holmes me. is uh, 41 years old. 
And, uh, yeah, I haven't really seen her in, in she was lately. Jamie Foxx, they broke up. She was uh, married to Tom Cruise. And uh, we don't know what the story is. We don't know if Tom Cruise ever actually gets together with Thurry. I'm just wondering what kind of project she has coming. Nothing this past year, but she does have a couple of things that looks like they're slated for 2020, according to IMDb. Uh, something about uh, there's Brahms, the boy too, the secret dare to dream. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds like crap. A couple of things that I have not heard about. I'm so. waiting for Dawson's Creek, the movie. Uh, she's 41 today. Christina Aguilera is 39 today. This is what I play when I get my dermabrasion. You should. Yeah. You look at it. Look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. It empowers me. I am beautiful. 39 today. Uh, Ray Liotta also has his birthday. He's, he's beautiful, too. <laughs> I was reading something. Oh, you know what? No, I know what it was. I saw a YouTube video. There's a lot of times I'll, I'll see them pop up on my home page. Wow, I'd like to watch that. And then I never mark it, you know, to watch later. Right, I just, right. I move on to something else and I forget about it. But it was Ray, um, you know, breaking down his iconic characters and, oh. and going through each one of them. And I'd really like to watch that. I would have liked to have seen that. Of course, yeah. when he came on the scene in Goodfellas, I, that's the first thing I ever saw him in which made Goodfellas that much more enjoyable because, for all you knew, he was that guy. The first thing I saw him in was a movie called Something Wild uh, with oh, him yes. and Jeff Daniels and uh, um, uh, Lips, um, married to Don Johnson for a little while. Uh, uh, Melanie, Melanie Griffin. Griffin. Melanie Griffin, yeah. yeah. And I he was, was like, a lunatic, right? Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, a, yeah, he was an a-hole. He was, yeah, a, yeah. he was an ex-con, and, and I was intrigued by him because he was so... Just sneering, so mean. Yeah, you know? he just he yeah. just it, he played that so well. Feral. Yeah, you think uh, he's uh, think he's still not smoking or uh, Chantix? Yeah, I know I, he's still using eyeliner. <laughs> that's a good question. We, I, we Steve and I actually had a, a passing moment with him. I, do you remember it? Where was it again? We were over at NBC Ten. That's right. We went by to do some kind of a of, of a quick blurb. It might have been for Camp Out for Hunger. I don't know what. And we were we were going from one floor to another in the hallway. And two guys walked by, and we're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, and we were like, I was like, that was Ray Liotta. <laughs> it was up that long hallway. Yeah, no, it was going upstairs. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, it was going, okay. we, were, we were in a stairwell. I totally forgot. And hey, how you guys doing? And it was just like that quick, and uh, he he was in town promoting something, I guess. Yeah. Hi, Ray Liotta. Like, that was Ray Liotta. <laughs> you guys go way back. I mean, it's just like, you know, passing each other in the hallway. Yeah, sure, oh, yeah. just hey. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, it's funny because... You know, maybe we should do that as a topic sometime. I'll write down a topic, too, Steve. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, that was so-and-so. Yeah. yeah. I had that happen one time with Dan, with Dan. Hey, that was Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Mine was Angelina Jolie. <laughs> really? In the Atlanta airport. Yeah. And the one Here's I said. Selma her, Hayek, Steve. Selma hey, Hayek. that was Selma And Hayek. Terrence Howard in uh, Panera. <laughs> I, I just right. said, uh, oh, my God, to her face. And she smiled at me. Ah. Oh. That's a pretty nice smile to get, man. Yeah. So Ray Liotta is 65 years old. Uh, it's also Stone Cold Steve Austin's birthday today. Saw him wrestle, one of the WrestleManias. The crowd went freaking nuts. I think it was his return to the ring. Okay. Uh, he had done a, a couple of movies. He's pretty badass, man. Yeah, very Some, cool. Something about him, and he, he uh, amidst all of the... The grandeur, all of the, all of the, you know, the the over the top pyrotechnics. His his shtick was simple. It is pretty straight ahead. It was straight ahead, yeah. and and he just came out and kicked ass. Uh, so he is uh, fifty five. He had that show. We talked to him a little while back. He had that show. Oh, the British cooking show. No, it wasn't oh. the British cooking show. <laughs> Remember where people came on and, and did the? It was like uh, almost like Ninja Warrior, but 
It was a little more gritty. Like, uh, yeah. they, they did it out in the desert, and the things they were using weren't the the, the contraptions. Were like you know you got to pick up this rock and move it over yeah. there. Do you, know, you got to walk through all this water while you're doing it? And it, it was for the creme de la creme of like people who do uh, platoon and yeah. uh, uh, what is the other the, the other gym sport where you're oh flipping, CrossFit CrossFit and stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, something like that. And the last birthday I saw uh, this guy's now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Elliot Easton of the Cars, great guitar oh. player. <laughs> Uh, celebrating his 66th birthday today, and of course they lost uh, Rico Kasich uh, recently, which is horrible. <laughs> it still blows my mind. Yeah. So, but uh, always liked him uh, guitar wise. Uh, Elliot Easton, 66 today, and uh, that's him on the keyboard. Yeah, him I on know. the flute. Yeah, so. find something. <laughs> him on the that's him on the flute. <laughs> uh, don't worry about Casey. Didn't know it was. I had it handwritten on my list. He's got he a didn't, cool start. I like the start. It is great. There we go. Hey, hey there's a guitar. Uh, there's a guitar. Uh, he is. <laughs> That's him playing Aqualong. He's 66 today. All right, let's let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, Which one of Santa's reindeer has the same name as another holiday mascot? 215-263-WMMR. First caller in is Chris. So we're going to go to him. Hey, Chris, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Chris, do me a favor. Tell me which one of Santa's reindeer has the same name as another holiday mascot, please. Uh, that would be Cupid. Cupid, yeah. yeah. Oh. Hang on a second, Chris. We'll get the info, and we will give you a four-pack of tickets as the Philadelphia Wings face off against the Vancouver Warriors <laughs> at the Wells Fargo Center for an exciting home opener on Friday, January 10th. And you can experience nonstop action, fun for the whole family, enjoy dollar hot dogs, get tickets at Wings LA Ticks. All right, let's uh, let's dive into some of the entertainment stories, shall we? Uh, we'll start with this one. How about uh, Jake Hoot, the lone country singer and the voice? And uh, he was crowned the season 17 champion during last night's finale, uh, handing Coach Kelly Clarkson her third win in four seasons on the show. I just want to say this is a big honor. Yeah, the top four on the voice took the stage Monday night for a part of the uh, season 17 finals with a record contract on the line. Yes, of course. First, first time in the show's history, all four coaches had an artist in the finale. This means no! we, Kelly Clarkson! we have four new superstars. Yeah. Um, man, <laughs> I didn't even realize that we were in the crowning of the victory uh, part of the oh my show. God. The, the, the uh, list, and I went through it last night, the, the voluminous list of now legendary entertainers who have been born out of the voice. Amazing. Uh, just contest shows in yeah. general. Between contest shows... And uh, you know, rich bitches shows and <laughs> and uh, single people trying to hook up. And it's, housewives, it's too much. It's, yeah. it's, uh, that's what I meant by single bitches. Oh, okay. or, I rich mean uh, bitches. rich bitches, okay. uh, housewives. <laughs> uh, but it's just, um, yeah, it's it, there's too many to keep up with. All right, yeah. so I was so dialed in on the Mass Singer first season. I have not watched any episodes of the second season. Has that wrapped up yet? Do uh, you, does anybody know? I saw a commercial for it saying mean, that he was either wrapping no. up this week or next. Okay. Uh, they were they were promoting it pretty heavily during the Eagles game on Sunday. I have gotten no updates in my uh, my entertainment reports. Okay, but Marissa that, that was giving me the that, no signal. So that doesn't mean that it hasn't happened. I no, no, it's, it's one or two, but it's wild because we get these various prep services, and then they'll provide us with uh, audio clips, Preston, and it'll say on last night's The Mass Singer, the squirrel sang. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, each artist performed a cover song, a duet with his or her coach, and an original song. Uh, Hoot went from receiving 
Only one chair turned during the blind auditions to become the champion, all thanks wow. to his beloved Hooters. Those are his fans. His so his, he's got his Hooters. Clarkson triumphantly declared, I'm a Hooter for life, referring yeah. to his rowdy fan base that loves to yell hoot. Oh, that's so great. Uh, you know, the Hooters need to meet members of the Soul Patrol. Do you remember the Soul Patrol who followed that guy in American Idol? Yeah. Yeah. Taylor. Taylor Hicks. And ask Hicks. about their well-directed fandom. <laughs> That's the, hoot, the Hooters. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the actual the Hooters, our friends, the band, yeah. should have showed up yeah. and said, hey, hold on a second here. Your music sucks. You stink. <laughs> Clarkson added, that's right, Mom. That's what I said when she said she's a Hooter for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, ho- no, he, he said she's been working at Hooters for most of her life. Hoot, a single father to four-year-old daughter Macy, earned a single turn from Clarkson during the blinds for his rendition of Lake uh, Luke Combs' When It Rains, It Pours. Uh, fellow coach Blake Shelton had his eye on Hoot, but didn't press his button because <laughs> yep. he assumed that Clarkson would use her block on him. Uh, Shelton assumed wrong and ultimately missed out on his seventh title as a result. Riveting. Uh, the finale, the two-hour finale of The Masked Singer is tonight. Oh! Starts at 8 p.m. Oh, and there, in case you get, it's down to, yeah, 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 I don't know how you're going to catch up. Even, with, our, so much drama. Them, even our <laughs> ignorance is timely. Well, but, I uh, have them all saved. So. Yeah, you can probably fast-forward through most of it, but uh, final three singers. Although also tonight, I think, is the, uh, the live All in the Family, which I actually do want to watch. Yes. Uh, is that tonight? I think it's, so. It's okay. All in the Family and uh, Good Times yeah. this time. They did All in the Family and the Jeffersons last time. Yep. I don't know. The Heat's in town. I'm, I'm going to watch that one. Okay. Right. Jimmy Butler. Stephanie will not return. Uh, not Stephanie. Gwen Stefani <laughs> will not return alongside her boyfriend. Where's Stephanie? Blake Shelton next season. <laughs> Where the hell is Stephanie? She Why will. is no one at this? She will. <laughs> There's the Hooters. Where's that sound coming from? <laughs> Where's that effing sound coming from? <laughs> Uh, so she Where's that f- sound coming from? Where's Stephanie? <laughs> Do you want me to give you that? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Stephanie? There we go. <laughs> I don't. I, the audio won't. Be no, it'll be fine. Though. It'll be good. I think when I did, where's that sound coming from? I was facing. Yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah, over yeah. there. Where's Stephanie? That's better. Where's That's... that f- sound yeah. coming from? I don't know. <laughs> Shut the f up. <laughs> We also need pre- we need uh, one from you, Nick. At some point over the holidays, we need a. They did it. Uh, they're going to do it. Okay, they're going to do yeah. it. Oh, okay, they're gonna do it. Right. You need to get that uh, recorder thing that you had. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real quick, also, uh, what is? I was trying to think of this yesterday. What is pupri purple kitten? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Is that a Jewish thing? It sounded like that clip. Yeah. Pupri purple kitten. What was he trying to say? Jewish thing. <laughs> uh, he was trying to say. Well, I don't remember. It was. It, it did come out. It was another. Sometimes the things are best uh, left unknown. Yeah. All right. So anyhow, uh, Stefani Stephanie will be replaced in the coach chair by Nick Jonas from the Jonas Brothers. Boy, did she look good. There was a picture of her from last night. I guess she had on a like a micro mini skirt. Really? She's fifty. She looks sensational. Stefani. She looks better than oh. she's ever looked. Nice. Uh, I may need to see that. Yes. Uh, It's always awkward when a relationship hits a rough patch and the pain is multiplied when the couple in question is world famous. So the internet has uh, been watching with bated breath as Justin Timberlake, who recently apologized and blamed booze after he got busted holding hands with his co-star Alicia Wainwright, leaves thirsty comments on wife Jessica Beale's IG, her Instagram. Now, she has yet to reply. In one, uh, Beale 
poses on a bouncy ball in a sponsored post for Amazon and Gaim. Is that how you say that? J-A-I-A-M? Gaim? Yeah. I don't know. And uh, Timberlake immediately posted heart and heart eye emojis in another uh, SponCon post for <laughs> the same uh, advertiser. He wrote, Squad! You know, with an what S- is this? <laughs> with a heart emoji. What the f*** is this? Squad! Squad! What the hell? Why would you write squad? What the f- is that? So okay. he's trying to make up to her over Instagram? Yeah. Why don't you go oh. down the hall, knock on the door, and talk to her? <laughs> I, I'm sure he is. And well, anyhow, here's, the, here's yeah. the deal, though. She didn't respond to either of those. She didn't respond to the, the, heart, the heart eye emojis, and she didn't respond to squad <laughs> either. Uh-oh. Uh, while Beal may not be ready to flirt with uh, Timberlake on Instagram, she's reportedly ready to work on their relationship. Uh, she reportedly visited him on set after the incident, and Wainwright opted to skip. Down. I'm going to go visit my husband. I hope to see him later on this week. Yeah, exactly. Come visit. on. Yeah. Uh, Liam Hemsworth has had a rough 2019, just as it seems like he was uh, getting his life back together following a split from Miley Cyrus. He got slapped with a hundred and fifty thousand dollar lawsuit by Splash News and Picture Agency. Uh, Hemsworth, the suit alleges, should not have posted shots that the agency took of him while filming. Isn't it romantic? Hmm. He's getting sued for posting a shot of himself on his own Instagram profile. Well, I guess he wasn't supposed to, right? He, you know, so trademark shot. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is being accused of copyright infringement because he posted the shots without the photographer's permission. Uh, The pictures in question are described as a series of photos depicting Defendant Hemsworth performing an outdoor scene on location for production of the film Isn't It Romantic? The suit alleges that he first posted the shots in July of 2018, then did it again this year. Uh, the suit says uh, Hemsworth or someone acting on his behalf again posted the photograph to Hemsworth Instagram story twice. Uh, that same day, there was a swipe up feature on his Instagram story to encourage people to vote for the movie Isn't It Romantic for the Teen Choice Movie Awards. The suit, suit claims the intentions were willful and malicious. So uh, speaking of Instagram uh, social etiquette, he has not deleted any of the photos of him and Miley, including their wedding shot from less than a year ago. Uh, he hasn't gone back and scrubbed his account at all. Yeah, I I, I think I know, that's fine. Yeah, I know people who do that. I mean, it's part of their it's they leave yeah, it up. Part yeah, of their right. life. Yeah. yeah, I uh, yeah, I've never really thought to go back and excise things from your past. No, no, yeah. I mean, is, is your ex wife up there still pressed or not? <laughs> of course. Yeah, mine is. Yeah, yeah. both. Yeah. But you see it in breakups quite a, quite a bit. Oh, I guess they're... if you want to purge them of your life, yep. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I just went through uh, a, f- a friend's account um, because there were rumors that they, you know, had broken up and they were getting divorced. Or whatever. There's not one, not one picture of him on her account. I was wow. like, oh, guess that's true. Uh, speaking of pictures, Seth Meyers wants to wish you a happy holiday, and it's that special time of year when weird uh, and wrong email arrives from friends and family in the form of holiday cards. This year, Meyer shared his personal snafu on Instagram, explaining that another's family's names had been printed on the (laughs) Meyer's card in error. So it says... Happy holiday, or he wrote, happy holidays to Tom, Ellen, and Peanut, whose names were accidentally <laughs> printed on the bottom of the Myers family card. Uh, he said, I'll admit that if it was just Tom and Ellen, it would have been rage-inducing, but the inclusion of Peanut makes it hilarious. <laughs> he says, is Peanut a pet? 
Probably, but maybe they're a small child or a live-in grandparent. <laughs> hey, I, anybody that still sends out Christmas cards, I, I give you all the credit in the world. We we abandoned that a couple of years ago. It's, it is just, it's, it's just it's another thing to add to the things to do during the holidays. So I'm... I'm I'm having a day where I hate that it's Christmas right now. <laughs> you said yeah. that earlier. I did. I t- yeah. Nick Murphy said, "How you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I hate Christmas." <laughs> I you anything. And that it's just that sad. it's just I, because I'm doing the inventory of got to do this, got to do that, got to do this, got to do that. Now I don't hate Christmas. I hate the all. Oh, and, and Casey, if you added on, oh, we got to get the cards out in time. If you added that to it, we tr- we flirted with it. We talk about it. We never really do it. It's just another. Thing. You know, thing that another deadline at an already busy time of year, mm-hmm. and I'm with it. It is daunting, but you just gave me one of the greatest Christmas ideas for a script ever. Your Christmas <laughs> redemption. So you're <laughs> sleeping tonight. My redemption. <laughs> and then you hear you're drumming in the next room, and you go, "Yeah, Preston, it's Neil Peart." <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. And I knew. I, listen, I know. I knew if I even mentioned yeah. it that I that I'm going to be vilified for being a Grinch and all Come that. Come on, a piece, right? Yeah. All, the, and all, all the various all drummers. drummers throughout your life take yeah. you through. Yeah. You've been a Grinch every year. We know this. No, well, it just gets yes, yes. to me this time of year. The card thing is, my wife handles it, and it's been refined now. It's you can now they, you can send delightful emails, yeah. or you can just ignore everyone in your life. All right. So my cat yacked on uh, two Christmas cards. They were sitting on the counter. <laughs> and is that how you sign them? Uh, no, no. It was it was so gross because I walk into the kitchen, yeah. and I see the cat eating his puke, and I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Right. And I walk over, and I'm like, oh, he yacked on two Christmas cards. And I was like, oh, man. If you, I'm like, and then for, like, I, I realize these things are going to get thrown away Yeah, anyway. we're going to throw them away anyhow. Yeah. You saw them. Yeah. You know, so. When Done. did they get tossed? Right after Christmas? Or, like, after you open it and you, oh, that's so cute. That's it? Right yeah. away? No. Yeah. Well, oh, for a well, while, we gotta... my, my wife used to display them on this this big sort of Christmas card tree. Yeah, I got one of those. Yeah. <sighs> For a bit, and then and then you toss them. <laughs> when I was because every up, time I go to get my keys, like four of them would fall on the floor. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mother <laughs> effing card tree. We used to thumbtack them around one of the doorways in our house when yes. I was growing up. Seen okay. that? Yeah, I like uh, that. But well, but that was also before it was pictures of like families and hey. stuff like that. It was just like a glitter tree, a glitter manger scene, <laughs> a glitter holly leaf. Right. You, you know, know what might be good? Did you see Chuck post that picture of a, of a set of shelves that looks like a Christmas tree that he has? I think it's in his house. Yeah, it's, it's nice. a ladder. Yeah. It's shelves. nice. It's like yeah. a ladder thing. You could put them on that. You, you could, could do that. You could have something like that and put you them there. Knock them over. Mm-hmm. Come on, get the spirit, folks. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're giving tips. Holiday <laughs> <laughs> tips. Doesn't matter, Kathy. He's turning a corner. Let's foster this. <laughs> it only took about yeah. 60 seconds. All right. It's just one day. Let me get to some other stories here, uh, and this is for a couple of us geeks in the room. Uh, as the nine-episode debut run of Watchmen came to a close on Sunday night, fans are already asking about the future of the drama series, the superhero drama series. The answer showrunner Damon Lindelof tells Entertainment Weekly is for viewers not to hold their breath. A follow-up is not in the works at the moment. He said, if, if I was going to do another season... I would need uh, I would need to have a really cool idea and a justification for doing it. Uh, I don't have either of those things right now. He said, it doesn't mean that they won't come at some future point. I just finished the show four weeks ago. My antenna is up, but it's like only getting static. He said, I can't say that there will definitely not be a second season, and I can't say there definitely will be. That's kind of where my head is at. We discussed this yesterday, 
And we're both of a mind that if this is it and it's a one and done, great, fantastic. I'm just thankful I that it happened. It. Th- it, because we were reticent to believe it would be any good from the get-go, and it blew us away. Yeah. So this is great. And, uh, but, uh, and then with a second season comes the possibility that, oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Why did they well, bring in Malcolm Jamal Warner? Well, and he mm-hmm. says, that this is a love letter and an examination of the original Watchmen. I wanted everyone to know this is not the middle of the trilogy. This is not the beginning of a seven-season run. Right. In my opinion, the best iteration of any season of Watchmen would mirror the original graphic novel in that it would be a self-contained story with the resolution of a fundamental mystery. Uh, he said that he, he pitched the structure of the show to HBO as similar to anthology series like True Detective and Fargo, describing the potential for new seasons set in the same universe, but with different cast and characters altogether. Okay. He said there's always going to be uh, a space. There's always going to be space for more Watchmen. I feel like this world is so expansive, hopefully more expansive now than it was before. You could call you could call something Watchmen and not even feature any of the characters who were in the original or in this season as long as they all occupy the same world. So if you haven't watched it, you should. And it would probably help to get a little bit of an understanding of the world yeah. because your enjoyment will ratchet up that much more. You could actually watch the Zack Snyder film and then watch the series. Yeah. And you're right, Steve. You, you can watch it without knowing the source material, but it's certainly much more enjoyable if you do. Uh, so yeah. take a look if you can. Quentin Tarantino may not be getting involved in Star Trek, uh, after all, Uh, despite being attached to the franchise since 2017. uh, He had said in an interview, I think I'm steering away from Star Trek, but I haven't had an official conversation with those guys yet. So uh, to be determined is what will happen with the project. So we shall see about that. Uh, let's see. Former The Crown co-stars Claire Foy and Matt Smith are reuniting in Duncan McMillan's play, uh, which is called Lungs. Uh, the play debuted in London at the Old Vic, and we'll head over to Brooklyn's Bam Harvey Theater for a limited run beginning March 25th, ending April 19th. The story follows an anxious young couple contemplating parenthood amid dire predictions of climate change and political strife. Who was Matt Smith on The Phillip. Crown? Prince Philip. Oh, he played. Okay, yeah, her husband. Oh, so he's um, uh, he played uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes, right? Yeah. Uh, or, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. You're thinking of uh, uh, of of uh, Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. No, not him. Uh, Johnny Holmes. He, he, yeah, no, you think of Rupert, no, Rupert no. Holmes? <laughs> Frickin' Christ! Uh, no, he he played. Um, Excuse me, Holmes. I'll just sit here and think quietly until I, until I figure it out. Genre of the film? Uh, any basics? Anything coming at you we can assist Doctor with? Who. Doctor, Doctor Who! Who! All I had to do was be quiet for a moment. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asian star Aquafina is teaming up with Topic Studios on a film that explores how Chinatown restaurants and the California punk scene in the 70s and 80s influenced each oh. other. Way to steal my idea. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of wild. Yeah, Aquafina is set to star and produce the movie based on the Topic.com article, How Chinese Food Fueled the Rise of California Punk. Huh. Interested to see how All those right. two worlds come together. I, I like her. No idea. I do like her. She's uh, She seems like a lot of fun. 
Uh, let's see. I'm trying to keep the Kardashians out of this. Uh, if you have to dip in and do it, it's the holidays. This report. It's Christmas, sir. Really? You want me to dip in? <laughs> Give us a Kardashian story, sir. I only sir. have one more story. All right. <laughs> rumors, rumors have been swirling that Kylie and Travis Scott are back on. Oh, after, yeah, baby. they would spot it out together and Scott left thirsty comments on Jenner's oh, social media thirsty. post. He's so thirsty. Ellen DeGeneres asked her sister Kim, and she said, I think that they are just really close friends and co-parentingly, um, co-parenting amazingly. Uh-huh. Uh, she said, the big ring, definitely they're not engaged, and I think she's wearing it on a different finger. You know what, I'm, you know what I think? Because I, uh, I, pictures keep popping up on Instagram. What I'm thinking is he saw her with Drake. Oh, and okay. uh, that made him uh, jealous, and now he's sniffing around again and trying to get things back uh, with her. Nick has pulled up some pictures on uh, Kylie's Instagram. Her and Chloe—they're they're, just—they're mannequins. Yeah. They well, truly they, are. They, they, Chloe's they, starting to look weird. They now. just look they all like do. It's starting. It's terrible. Wow. I've always looked a little off. Uh, she, <laughs> she said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I don't know, but I kind of enjoyed the journey. You know what? Chloe could be a watchman. Yeah, she could. Right. Yeah. That's her power, her sonic power. Uh, what, laughing like that? And it yeah, waves. The, ground? the way, you know, Dr. Manhattan sends out those waves. Right. It's interesting to see. Tachyon waves. You know, they, they don't obviously look anything like they used to look like. You know, they don't look like the, anything they looked like when they were teenagers. But the more plastic surgery they have, the more they end up looking like one another. Uh, in a, in an odd sort of arc. You know, they're, they're, they, they started off looking one way, and now they all look the same. How prescient. How prescient was the, the Twilight Zone? Where they, they all look, there's that one where they all, there's a different model and they all look the same. Yeah. yeah. They worked their way towards this yeah. mannequin look, as you described it, Preston, which I think is dead on. And now the, the Kylie and Chloe don't look anything like they used to look like, Kylie but they look like each other. Yeah. Looks absolutely <laughs> nothing right. yeah. like her younger self. It's like the owner Nothing. Palmer. It's like the, uh, the uh, Robert Palmer video. Yes. She's the one that bothers you most, right? I, I, be, Kylie? Because, honestly, and. I wish her well with her good fortune, but she has an entire industry okay. predicated on her beauty, which is all as the result of plastic surgery. Yeah. yeah, and we didn't even get to see a sex tape. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, I think Chloe's starting to look a little bit like the Jacksons. Uh, she's got like a little Latoya look to her. Uh, she is pinching yeah, her it's, nose it's in too, a little it's bit. Surgery. It's surgery. Yeah. That. That's what all of the Jacksons did. That's yeah. her. That's her. That's yeah, Chloe. as a kid. Yeah. We're looking at a side-by-side picture of her yeah. when she was a kid. And now, oh, the nose is... The, it, the like, nose does not naturally do that. No, it doesn't. It's like, that's like, that's got to be five surgeries at least. Wow. Little bitty surgeries. Little bitty, little little shave here Discreetly, and there at a time. though, the thing that well, she that... keeps having up is when she does her lips, it always makes uh, the gossip sites, because Lord knows I'm on those, and <laughs> uh, and you'll see these pontoons on her face. Well, and I know we talk about this all the time, but it really, it truly happens. They get a little bit done. They go in, I just want the nose a little bit smaller, and then it's, well, but they didn't take enough. I just wanted huh? a little bit more and a little bit more, and then flash forward, and you've got no nose like Michael Jackson. So, Kathy. 
exactly what is happening and what is exacerbating this <laughs> is the uh, the filters on Instagram yeah. and on TikTok yeah. and all these things. Wow, if only I could look like that all the time. And I read an article, I mean, a number of plastic surgeons bemoaning the fact that women and guys now, by the way, guys are doing it like crazy as well, come in and say, make me look like that. Yeah. Well, and you know, I made a joke to a plastic surgeon once. You guys know I would never, like, I basically would just stop, yeah. just yeah. dig my grave for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. Um, but, like, how my nose kind of flips up and didn't always do that, okay? Right, my yeah. nose has just continued to grow. Right. And I'm like, I would love to just, if you could just, like, shave that off. And he was like, you know what's funny? He goes, people come in and say it all the time, but that's not how it works. Like, for me to go in and actually <laughs> do something, you're going to come out, it's going to look different. You're not just taking a teeny yeah, bit off the yeah, tip, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. I got I to gotta correct you, though, uh, Kathy, you said uh, Michael Jackson, but Michael had no plastic surgery on yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Remember I'm that? sorry. Yeah. Okay, I said, no plastic surgery. <laughs> and you know, you come in and say, what have you had done? I love that and interview. <laughs> that interview with Oprah, he's like, I had no plastic <laughs> surgery on my purse. Plastic surgery! So anyhow, uh, she says, this is back to Kim saying, I think she bought that ring herself. I don't know the status. If they're together or not, I don't think they are. By the way, thirsty is getting way overused these days. Oh, it is? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> is it like, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. thirsty. <laughs> All right. Thirsty. We're ready for clips. <laughs> Let's do them. Music connects the lives of random people living in Los Angeles in the new series Soundtrack. And in this clip, Megan Ferguson explains what the show's shooting process was like. Here we go. It exists in two different time periods. And because they were often shooting them at the same time, there are two different crews going. We had to rehearse, like, you know, whenever we could. Often, like, the day before, pick it up really quick. And, you know, praying for uh, kind kindness the other end of the camera. Shut the f*** up! <laughs> the, the entire... First season of uh, Soundtrack is available today on Netflix. Where's that sound coming from? It was Casey's phone. I don't know. What, what was it playing? Was uh, it a song? Ju- it was playing Justin Bieber. Did we mention Bieber's name at all? We did earlier. Yeah. Okay. Maybe and maybe we asked Siri. We asked Siri to play Justin yeah. Bieber? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. Next clip. Here we go. <laughs> I heard the noise. I'm like, what is A surprising friendship forms behind the Vatican walls in the true story of the two popes. Here, producer Dan Lin talks about the modern direction that the film takes. For us, it's never about a biopic. It was always about how do you make this feel different? And what we love about it is told in many different languages, different time periods. You know, what pope movie would you expect to see ABBA in it or even the Beatles? So it's really adds a contemporary vibe. But I think we're always trying to surprise the audience. Shut the f*** up! (laughs) Two Popes will be available on Netflix this Friday. It's pretty wild. I saw a scene from it, and uh, they are in a tattoo parlor. No and uh, the one Pope is turned around, and he says, what does it say on my back? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sweet, Dude. Yeah. sweet, sweet, sweet. What does it say on my back? Sweet. All right. That's the Entertainment Report. Uh, I have good news for you, friends. When we, We're going to take this commercial break. When we come back, I think we're going to take a trip to Christmas Cookie Cove. Oh. We have not played that this year. It, was, it debuted last year. Magical. Starring Gary Lauer. Nominated. Uh, nominated. For things. Assault. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when we come back, if you've been waiting to hear it or if you've never heard it, we will go to Christmas Cookie Cove. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. 
WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020, shot on location at the Met, Philadelphia. Twelve magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. On sale now for just 15 bucks in the MMR Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Order by this Friday to have it in time for the holidays or get your hands on a free copy at an upcoming calendar raid while meeting the girls and members of the show. Details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Don't forget we have a secret text word. Uh, chance for you to win tickets. It's uh, Loving Colors going to be playing the Ardmore Music Hall on Saturday. Text word secret 239333. Just might win. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day in a little bit. But you know what? Here we are right on the edge of uh, heading up to uh, Christmas and all the holiday uh, and everything that's involved uh, with the several holidays being celebrated over the next few days. Um, I want to do one more run at Kathy's holiday activities and make sure that we haven't forgotten about a couple things that are coming up. No, because we still have. And here's the deal. We still have the weekend. If you pace it. You're gonna. You gotta. You gotta ring a little bit of Christmas cheer. Like today, you could yep. use a little Christmas cheer. I, I could use it. Holy yeah. or a little. A little uh, when does Hanukkah start? Sunday. Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So Dude, whatever. Hanukkah. Christmas is. Did we mention it's one week from today? Yeah, I didn't mention it this morning, but yeah, it's one week. They from have it. Today. It's on the 25th now. Uh, yeah. They, well, this year, yeah. It. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, and I also wanted to get one more run out of this amazing song that uh, our friend Kyle McCarty did. So yeah. Let's do this. Oh, the holiday activities list is here. You know Kathy's been thirsting, researching, and bursting to bring us some cheer. Oh, I can't wait to see what's on the list this year. Maybe potato latkes or fun things for Kwanzaa or even a mix of them both. Though that seems unlikely, it might be fun to see a rabbi in African clothes. African clothes. I have gone so far off track, it is I'm supposed to be telling of all of the fun things Kathy has this year. Kathy's holiday activities. Kathy's holiday activities. Kathy's holiday activities. List is here. Yes. Brilliant work of uh, music for uh, Kathy's holiday activities list. Now, there's a couple things left uh, to mention coming up. Yeah, so if you are like me and you are prepared and almost finished with your holiday shopping, you have a whole weekend coming up where, you know, maybe you could do a holiday activity. Ooh. So, yeah. Holiday there are a number We're going to use things. them all, everyone, so yeah. get used to it. There are a number <laughs> of things that you can still do. Uh, the <clears throat> Luminature at the zoo, that is still open, and that is on my list. Uh, if you don't feel like going into the city, the Elmwood Park Zoo, which is in Norristown, they also have their version of a holiday light display which is a lot of fun they're, they're great they're, they're one is, is is good too it's comparable did you go yes, to the, i went okay. to theirs last year yes and okay. we're actually i think i'm gonna head there um this weekend because we haven't been over there this weekend and you know what i found out because they did 
uh, reindeer photos um, last year at the Elmwood Park Zoo. And you take uh, pictures with them, or they're the ones taking the pictures? <laughs> no, yeah, you, t- you take pictures with them, and you know you can sit on Santa's lap. You can go huh. see his reindeer, all of that. So I called to see when the photos were, and they told me that there is a disease going uh, through reindeer that when they are transported, so they couldn't transport the rain- reindeer to the uh, to the zoo this year, which I found really interesting. But I didn't know that they have a great sale on reindeer meat. <laughs> stop yeah. it! No, stop. <laughs> Uh, it's unbelievable. Their reindeer burgers are awesome. You heard what happened to Conchi, right, Steve? I, I, no. Did you hear what happened? No. I completely forgot about this. So, um, Gypsy Saloon in West Conchahokan, which is great. They do this winter wonderland. They had it this past Sunday. Um, Jace was not feeling well, so I only stopped by briefly. But my brother was there for a little bit longer. And they did have reindeer out there from uh, a, a different company. I don't know who brought them out. But um, one of the reindeer got loose. Really? Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Did they ever find it? Yeah, no, no. They oh, okay. they found it. I mean, that thing, you should have seen its antlers. I mean, they yeah. needed yeah. to get it quickly. There was a lot of people there. Yeah, and a lot of kids. They're big, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and pissed off, too, <laughs> because they usually don't hang out at bars. My brother said he was just standing there, and he goes, I just felt something, like, move by me very quickly. And his son was like, Daddy. And they turned around, and there went the reindeer. <laughs> Daddy, that reindeer just scared a woman. <laughs> Seriously. The diseased reindeer makes me think of Casey. Not only did he, did he prank Bill Weston one time to do a phone call, but his friend. Who was your friend? Oh, Super Dave? Super Dave. And uh, Casey asked <laughs> a question, right. so what do they do with the reindeer when they die? Is it supposed to be from one of his kids? Like, reindeer don't die. He goes, nobody dies in Christmas. And then <laughs> and then there's a long pause because Casey didn't say anything. There's a pause and he goes, we have a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> He laughs. He's like, nobody dies in Christmas. Uh, we have a funeral. We have a, uh, funeral. We have a funeral. Uh, a lot of uh, the bereaved attend. Yes. Do I'm we gonna... have the other ones? We should play the other ones, too. Well, yeah, I can, I'll can. i definitely play the Super Dave one. The other one's not as good. Robine? Yeah. I think yeah. this it's, is great. It's horrible because yeah. you can hear his eyebrows brushing against my <laughs> the bone. Yeah. Um, okay, so another thing, um, board and brush. They do this, uh, you know, the, the holiday. What? You don't like that one? No, no, no. I oh. Was, I was, oh, you shook your head. I was, I was looking like, at the <laughs> length of the Super Dave This call. guy asked me to do this list, and now he's shaking his head no. I thought he was like, oh, what a boring one. No, I was looking at the length of the Super Dave God, I was like, that's kind of long. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Sorry, I'm not gesturing. I'm not and brush. He's just shaking his head generally at Christmas cap. Yeah, okay. That's right. Chris is over there going, reindeer meat. Yeah. Mm, stupid freaking holiday. All right. So oh, they have okay. a ho- they have like a holiday themed workshop. And uh, I went to the one in Bluebell. I looked them up. There are a number of them uh, all over the area. But the one in Bluebell, uh, they have workshops on the 20th and the 21st this week. Uh, the North Pole Express, which is the one I did out in Flemington, New Jersey. It is a bit of a drive. But if you are out that way, uh, it was a, a good train ride. They have availability on the 23rd, the 27th. And the twenty eighth. Oh, uh, okay. So, the, and those. Okay, so those are the last times. Obviously, they don't go past the. I mean, past that. Well, 20, yeah, twenty seventh and twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the are the last and, two. And that's a Polar Express themed ride. Yes, okay. exactly. Yes, it is. Um, I'm just looking for. By the way, the as you're looking, the I think the Polar Express has one of the greatest depictions of. Santa's reindeer. I, I I I have not seen this movie. When they when they when they bring out the reindeer, they're they're, they're just biting at the bit to yeah. start taking flight, and the and there's like ten elves hanging on each of them to kind of keep them. Yeah, they're know. like you know they're they're re- they're, they're like stallions. They're right, ready to exactly. go. They, yeah. they want to run. Yeah. Right. You know, it's fly. I've seen probably that entire movie, but in bits and pieces. Every time Jace watches it, but he he just watched the entire thing, and I sat. I was watching the end with him, and he goes, "But where's Rudolph?" And I was like. 
Oh, uh, we're at a funeral. Where, <laughs> where, where is Rudolph? Uh, uh, I didn't know why Rudolph wasn't in that movie. Well, you you, you can't quite tell that he, whether he is or isn't. But he's, as far as the lore goes, he's an afterfact. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Brandywine Christmas at the Brandywine River Museum of Art, of course, um, that is still open this weekend. And then the Comcast Holiday Spectacular, if you are going into the city, um, they have a whole holiday market there. They have the, their uh, LED show, the light show. And then um, they have this, like... I, I'm not exactly sure what it is because I haven't been out to it yet, but um, this E.T. theme, um, and it is all part of this, um, of the holiday spectacular. So, yeah. on my planet, we eat reindeer. Stop <laughs> it. Uh, is that, so they have that whole, how long is that E.T. <laughs> sequel that Steven Spielberg it's about shot four, for Xfinity? Four minutes or so long. Okay. Yeah, I watched it. It's, it's good. Is it good? Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Universal is owned by NBC, which is owned by Comcast, and they, they've incorporated E.T. into their holiday display in the Comcast building in the city. Oh, okay. So right. that's what that's a part of. And then, oh. Kathy, just, um, the uh, train display at Brandywine uh, River Museum mm-hmm. goes through January 5th, and oh. uh, that's a great time to go because it, if you go on the weekend, it's packed. It's it's worth it. It's a really cool thing to see, um, but if you can wait until after Christmas, you might uh, have a little bit of a smaller crowd. Maybe, the, yeah, that week um, in between Christmas and New Year's. And if you are out that way, you know, everybody says it, but Longwood Gardens is just beautiful, and and, you know, they'll have their stuff still up. And then one thing that wasn't on my list, um, because I found it afterwards, oh. um, but this little shop on Fayette Street in Conshohocken, mm-hmm. uh, Sanctuary Blue, they have an upside down exhibit. And we, I saw your pictures. Yes, it was so much fun. All it is, <laughs> it's an exhibit and you just take pictures. But yeah. Jace and I and my friend and her daughter had so much fun there. We spent like a good half an hour taking pictures and playing around up there. It was So great. everything's upside down? Yes. It's like... Like Steve, the everything on the the ceiling is what should be on the floor, like it's tables like, and chairs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's a Christmas tree and presents. Yeah. yeah, and so you you get to take fun pictures that look like you're standing on the roof. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, pretty I neat. Like it that. Um, and uh, where is that again? It's right along uh, Fayette Street. It's oh. called Sanctuary Blue. It's a little shop, and she oh. has an art exhibit upstairs. That's a great place for upskirts. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's um, Deli on Fourth, and then uh, oh, I think it's Cole's Framing, and then right next to the framing store is this little shop. Deli on Fourth. I shot a uh, real That's right, deli yeah. thing there. Yeah, right. So there are two doors down from them. Uh, is um, the Sanctuary Blue? But right yeah, in Conchi. Yep, right in Conchi. It, uh, it, it was a lot of fun. They had to do it year round and change up the holiday. Yeah, and and yeah. people would come by for that all the time. Well, I asked her. It was the first time she did it, and I asked her. I said, "How long did it take you?" And she goes, "Well, I thought it was going to take me, you know, this amount of time." And she's like, "And then flash forward like three visits back and forth to Lowe's and Home Depot." Yeah. She's like, "I finally got it done." Wait, I like what's that, that. Uh, frame store in Conchi? Holes? Yeah. C O L L. I dropped off pictures there like He's six years ago me. and I forgot to pick them up. No. <laughs> oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a, a bunch of Pearl Jam frames and things like that. And I put, I, I What's honestly, the name of it? When yeah. I, it's it, right in Conchi, right on Fayette, right? Yeah, it's C O L L S. Cole's Custom Framing you, and Photography. It's, honestly, it was in the middle of my divorce and I, I took a whole bunch of stuff over there. And I, I, I honestly, I didn't remember until right now that I have a whole bunch of Pearl Jam <laughs> They stuff. never called you? I, I don't remember, Casey, but pay? they probably did. Did you pay? Yes, but I just didn't pick them up. I don't know if they finished the project. Uh, I'm sorry. This is a, a rant in my own mind wow. that I'm now talking about on the radio. But oh, he's a great guy. He is. I, I bet you see, he still has him. You okay. should check. I'll have to go okay. check him out. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So I those... don't have him. <laughs> <laughs> or, or that. I threw them out. I showed them. They might back... be hanging in the store. They're probably on display. <laughs> Getting back to Rudolph real quick. I don't think it was foggy during Polar Express. And therefore, so is that why? Rudolph's not necessary. Huh? No. Yeah. Okay. He's sort of a pinch hitter. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, have to, I'll let Jace know that. Uh, so, yeah, no, you go to uh, PrestonandSteve.com. The whole list is there. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram also. I always post whatever I do. Excellent. Yep, still a few left, uh, even though we're right up against it. Um, now, you did have a list. We, we got a couple of minutes here, I think, uh, of toys that are considered to be on the hot list this year. Now, if you haven't bought these yet, you might be out of luck. I don't know. You know what? It, it's not really like that it's not anymore. not like it used to be? No, where they're well, sold out. Well, it's usually out. one or two toys. Yeah, maybe. If, if yeah. it's real, if it's... But maybe, I haven't heard of one this year. That's no. Been, yeah. No, that's, that's the kind of out-of-stock um, toy that causes uh, fist fights. You don't see that. No, you don't. Because have... of, uh, you know, your, your various options. Yeah. But I actually, from your last list I was telling you, I, I bought something for my wife, so... Okay, listen up, people. You well, may have a good idea here. Yeah, so this is the hottest Christmas toys for 2019. Um, I found the article on CNET, and it's it's a long list, so I'll just go over, like, some of the big ones. Yeah, but, hit some highlights. Um, the LOL surprise, you know, the the amazing surprises that people get. It was a big hit in 2017. You know, you basically, you, you just get, like, it's, you know, a ball. You open it up, and there's a surprise toy yeah. in it. Um, so this is now, like, the ultimate surprise. It's 14 exclusive dolls with 70 unboxing surprises. So this is, like, a, a big a bigger version of it. Huh. Um, the Imaginex DC Super Friends Transforming Batmobile. Uh, it's They released it. Oh. A- Oh, they released a new one. It's it's like remote control. Jace had the older version, um, but this is they released a new one this year. What so does that's it transform out. into? Uh, it, a it Prius? Goes, no, it, go, it transforms from like the Batmobile, and then it goes into like an upright battle mode. Oh, Casey had a question, Steve, and I heard him yeah. ask it of you uh, not that long ago because it's another one of these Instagram ads of that. The, oh my God, I got to get that thing. Yeah, uh, it's a toy. It's a car. It's an RC car that's controlled with a glove with a thing on your hand. Yes, they work and. But I got to believe that the video of that is sped up a little bit. Because when the guy turns his hand, things just wigs out and spins around in a circle. That I don't know. The response time does seem pretty damn quick, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I'm Um, curious if that thing... Have you played with one of those? I have not. Though I've seen videos like uh, reviews on YouTube of people who use them. And they seem to be... They they are pretty quick, I'll tell you that. Uh, You know, like in the Instagram uh, advertisement for it, it it might be sped up a tick. And, Kath, along the lines of that Batmobile, I saw another one, and uh, it was an Optimus Prime. Uh, have you seen this oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's like a remote-controlled, uh, it will transform. I have yeah. not. I've like seen that. the Driving Miss Daisy, which is wild. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, there's a uh, <laughs> Morgan a Freeman sta- it sits in there and everything. Jessica Tandy in the back, and it becomes a battleship. I will say, I'm, uh, it, the pricing on this, it, like on all of these. Exorbitant, right? Yeah, like so much more expensive than, I mean, I know times are, you know, moving yeah. along. But yeah. when we were kids, like, I mean, the so the LOL surprise, that big uh, unboxing how, gift, how it's much? $98. 98 bucks. Well, okay, yeah. how much were Cabbage Patch Kids back in the day? Yeah, well, like, how, uh, I, I, right, adju- I adjust them. Adjust them for dollars, yeah. uh, for current dollars. And I wonder, so Cabbage Patch, it, at the height of their demand, and that was, Kathy, was the kind of toy oh, yeah, that I, people would, would virtually yep. kill the other parents to get to. I Those think my like, mom did try to kill a few yeah. people so I could get my Cabbage Patch dolls. So what was the retail and then adjusted for current? I thought it's somewhere between 50 and 100 bucks. Was I it? Yeah. Per doll? Really? Yeah. yeah they were expensive. Uh, okay. And by the way, Casey, uh, you don't buy... Cabbage Patch Kids, you adopt you them. Adopt oh, that's them. right. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you abduct them. Mm-hmm. They were nearly impossible to find selling at their 30s retail price. $30 retail price with the black market values going up to $75 and Whoa. beyond in triple digits. That was in 1983. I, I got a Cabbage Patch Kid for a birthday. I want to say it was like my ninth or 10th. And I asked for it. Uh, named him Casey Jr. And, uh, and my neighbor across the street 
called me the F word uh, for, for a gay person. He was an older man. Too. What? I swear to God. I'm sorry. He called you this. Why? Because I because I, I got a doll. Because I got a Cabbage Patch Kid. That's a this, sweet name. <laughs> wait, wait. You got a Cabbage Patch Kid and you named it Casey Jr.? Yeah, because you could do that. You could rename it. And, and, and fast then forward, say, he's an actual parent and he <laughs> named his child Casey. The seed had been planted. That's pretty crazy. Oh my Although, God. let me get this straight. I fought in Korea for this. <laughs> He wasn't that old. He oh, was his uh, grizzled old neighbor. I fought in. I was on Pork Chop Hill, so you could play with the doll. <laughs> all right, a few more things. The Playmobil Crystal Palace. Uh, this is all part of the Frozen Frozen Two craze. Uh, everybody wants, you know, their Frozen toys. What Sp- What's the musket Frozen toy? Uh, it, it's that that Sven um, doll that we gave away in the hospital. oh the, okay. the gift giveaway. Oh, that thing was gigantic. Week. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. this castle's two hundred bucks, Kev. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah. My first apartment was two hundred. Does Santa put that kid together for you? It's actually ninety bucks on uh, on Amazon, Nick. So. Oh really? Wow! Yeah, this yeah. is the Arendelle Castle. Uh, it's the Crystal Palace. You might be looking at something different. Yeah, I think this I one's am. this one's different. Yeah. Okay. okay, the Spin Master Wild Loves Juno, My Baby Elephant. Uh, I had no idea what this was. It's an interactive toy for, like, little kids, like, like ages three. Wow. It's 70 bucks. 70 bucks. <sighs> but the, apparently this is, like, a hot toy that the kids, the babies want. You know, obviously, I think what probably one of the most lucrative jobs in the toy industry is is coming up with these incredibly long names for these toys. I know, yeah. yeah. I played yeah. with G.I. Joe's. Yeah. You know, this is the 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 Doctor Spindoculus, yeah. yeah, floating platform of goodness, Micronauts, or what I played with when I was a kid. This is a little action figure thing. Oh, say because this is sort of a responsive little pachyderm. Yep, that's, that's exactly pretty what cute. It is. Yeah, it, it is. actually is cute. Okay, but, but Kathy, and I want it. Kids, b- babies don't know what they want. I mean, even if they're three well, years old. Well, I don't, old. yeah, I guess I didn't mean yeah. what what they want, but they're going to love it if you get this. Sure. It's one of the if things they, that moves they, in. If they know what's good for them. If they know yeah. what's good for them, the little bit. Dude, okay. Okay. It is that cute, isn't it? really phallic, though, with the yeah. trunk thing. Yeah, well, so you can use it. And... Adults can use it for other things. All right, okay. I'm moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Paw Patrol is also big again this year. Mommy, oh I my want my God, toilet. that was the best gift ever. Oh. You tried so hard. I, it's tr- so hard. And the best so part is I'm never going to forget. The Paw Patrol Mighty Jet Commander Center. What is that? Oh, Paw Patrol super huge, right? Yeah, it has like it's like it has working lights and a launcher. It's like about four years old is when they get into that. May well, I just state something here that drives me crazy on, on that stuff and what comes with things and what doesn't come with things? Yeah. They run the commercial for the Hess truck this year, which right. I'm a huge fan. Right. Yeah. And it, it sort of indicates the Hess truck comes with a uh, a Christmas tree, like a large Christmas tree. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it Mm-mm. usually doesn't. Well, but, I mean, a toy Christmas tree that it transports. By the way, going back to that. Right there! Yeah, the commercial's <laughs> running on the screen. Uh, Kathy, you'd mentioned the word launcher. Yeah. That automatically makes a, to- a toy cool. Well, if yeah. It's yeah. Got it makes the it word fun. launcher. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Skyrocket Ponzi's Loomies, we also gave those away. Uh, Lego Mars Research Shuttle, Crybaby's Crystal Interactive Baby Doll. It's, you know, you take her pacifier out and she actually cries. Uh, you'll like this one. So the Nintendo Switch and Switch Lite, it's a game system that is the fastest-selling fastest home console in history. Uh, the full version, over 300 bucks, but you can get this light version for about 200 bucks. Okay. Some chunky change, though, but you know... Again, when you get you get that toy that you wanted when you were a kid under the tree. Yeah. Oh my God, it's glorious. I remember when when game systems started to hit that five hundred dollar range, and I was like, "Really, man? Where? I mean, you know, yeah. that's that's where the tech is. it's in that price range. It's insane. And for the most part, 
uh, you know, so there is markup, obviously, but it's not as dramatic as it is on some other things. Yeah. You know? Game systems when I was growing up was never a gift that Santa brought for one kid. No, right. That was yeah, it was a family game. Right. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yep. yeah, except I was usually screwed because I had two brothers, so it was really their game. It was their system. toy. <laughs> uh, the Little Tykes Tasty Junior Bacon Share Kitchen. You know, it's like the little kitchen, but what's really cool about it is that it grows with the kid. So, like, if you buy one, you don't... So, are you in college? <laughs> well, no, but you know what I mean? When they're toddlers... Come on you can... over, I have a Tasty Kitchen baking thing. <laughs> <laughs> when they're toddlers, it can be lower, and then as they get a little bit older, uh, you can you can move it up. Uh, the Spin Master, How to Train Your Dragon, Hatching, Toothless Hatchimal. Uh, so it basically, the names. Come again. on. Okay. Well, so it's I a, don't even know when you say these names. I have. I'm trying to figure out what exactly is it. Yeah. So I get it. I'll tell you. It's, it's just from a Train Your Dragon. Yeah. It's a Hatchimal. Hatchimal's okay. trying to hang on to this, so now they've got themes. Okay. Oh. And it's How to Train Your Dragon. By the way, we got to wrap up here shortly. Okay. So. Um. So the Razor Power Scooter. Uh, and then what was the other one I just wanted to mention? Okay. Oh, Osmo Genius Starter Kit. It's a new tech toy that turns your iPad into a learning game uh, for kids. Kids love to learn. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you for giving me a learning tool on Christmas. No, listen. I'm telling I you. hope this one's a textbook. No, kids like it. <laughs> yeah, you're tricking them. You are. That's exactly yeah, what it is, Nick. Game, you're tricking yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they usually sell a handful of toys like this every year. Oh, we look, did that a glowing our, retainer. When our kids were young to, to some type of a, a toy that, that is a game, but they can learn. Right. Yeah. And if you're not careful. <laughs> and if you're not careful, you might learn something. Yeah. Like I learned. You can't spike a drink. <laughs> you learn. You learn. I learned. Right? <laughs> so I learned you can't put these sort of medications in drinks. It's illegal. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> Someone had told me I wouldn't be here living half a mile from Preston. Yeah. You're incarcerated? I'm incarcerated. <laughs> All right. Are you done with your list, Kathy? I mean, there's a few more things on here, but yeah, you, you get the okay. idea. All right. Thank you very much. I like it. There's some good stuff. Yeah, they're absolutely. And we do have a couple of days. And, and yep. to your point, Kathy? Yep. yep. You can, you can find this stuff. I mean, if you are Amazon Prime, you still have time to order. And I believe if you have a Target red card, you still have time to order. Uh, thank you, Kathy. Appreciate you You're curating welcome. all of that information. And by the way, she left out one holiday activity, and that is Delilah's Tinsel and Tassels Holiday Extravaganza. It is tonight. The ladies in our studio look amazing right now. They're wearing their pink Santa robes. With uh, pink bikinis on underneath. It looks sensational. Like, like Santa would have wanted it. Your in-laws are in town. Why don't you take them <laughs> over? We should take them yeah. over there for the night. You're right. Uh, Nina, Victoria, Sadie, and Mia are on the cam as we speak in our studio. This is their 15th annual Sexy Santa contest, by the way. So uh, No one does it like they do it. No, this is the truth. So you can uh, check out and get the information, Delilah's.com, but they're here in our studio this morning. We're going to take a break. We're going to go live on Fox. Good day. And the B-File when we return. Stay with us. And now, Preston and Steve, in association with the Hallmark Channel, present Christmas at Cookie Cove. For driven career girl Tori Torrenson, an unexpected stop in Christmas Cookie Cove was the last thing she needed. Hello? Hello? Is someone here? I'm an executive for a large pharmaceutical company heading to a meeting, and my car just got stuck outside of your town, Christmas Cookie Cove. Whoops, sorry, I didn't hear you, ma'am. I was outside taking a dump in the creek. Oh, no. Don't tell me your bathroom is broken. No, it's working just fine. Ah, where are my manners? The name's Lauer, Gary Lauer. Oh, my God, he's a dreamboat. Keep it together, girl. 
Uh, well, Mr. Lauer. Please call me Stick Shift, Swifty Shifty Lauer. Mmm, his sexy, bugged out eyes look like two bloodshot Christmas ornaments, and the spit spray from his mouth is creating a rainbow under his nose. I think I'm falling in love. Well, Mr. Lauer, my car is stuck in a snowbank down on Mistletoe Road. Could you arrange to have me towed? You know what I like? When lesbians are doing the daisy chain, and then they flip over. Uh, uh,. Excuse me? I said no can do. The closest tow truck is in Garland Reef, Slave Bell, Candy Cane, Nutcracker County. And with this snow, the earliest they can get here is tomorrow. Well, then it looks like I'll be needing a room for the night at your hotel. No problem. I'll need your name and credit card, please. It's Tori. Tori Torrenson. Wow. Pleased to meet you. Tori Puri Pumpkin Pie Torrenson. <laughs> please don't do that. Later that afternoon... Tori and Gary share some eggnog while sitting by a cozy fire. And so, after my wife passed away, I took my daughter, Amy Fisher-Lauer, and set down roots here in Christmas Cookie Cove. I'm so sorry. Had she been sick? No, her heart just stopped. After the train hit her, well, hit her in the car, which then exploded. Oh, no. And to this day... I can't help but feel that I was somehow responsible. Oh, no, no, no. How could you be? Well, I was the one who waved her across the train tracks. I was looking the wrong way because I was super drunk and coked up. Well, I guess we all have regrets. You see, I feel as if my drive for a career has made me miss out on a turnkey family in a rustic small town where Christmas still matters. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I was distracted because you're nipping big time. Soon, evening rolled around, and Christmas Cookie Cove came alive with the sights and sounds of the holidays. Gary decided to take Tori into town for Christmas Cookie Cove's annual Christmas Cookie and Christmas Candy and Christmas Candy Cane Contest Convention and Carnival. Oh, Gary, your town is so beautiful. I just love it. Yeah, it is pretty great, and there's always a load of cookies. Well, look at these two lovebirds. Hey, Dottie, how are you? Tori, this is my Aunt Dottie. Double dip, Dottie, dot, 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 dot. <laughs> That's that little name thing you always do. Tori, could I steal you away from Gary for just a second? Of course. Uh-oh, you know what they say. You better set to walking when the bitches start squawking. Ladies, I'll go get us some cocoa. Ah, uh, he's quite a young man, Tori. But I hope you know there's more to him than just picking bits of whatever he ate out of your hair. In many ways, he's like an onion. And mostly because he smells like an onion. Yeah, he's very, very special. Mmm, I think I'm hearing something in your voice. More than just the sounds of general disgust. You love Gary, don't you? Is it that obvious? As obvious as the long and winding drool stain down the front of his sweater. You need to tell him. You're right. I will. Thank you, Aunt Dottie. Well, I'm back. To be honest, I forgot why I left and where I was going and where this is and who I am. Gary, I, I need to tell you something. I've fallen in love with you. Now, I know it's all moving so fast and I would understand Shh. if maybe you don't... Stop talking and listen. I wanted you to hear that. I baked that Christmas cookie with my heart. Oh, Gary. And so, love had come to Christmas Cookie Cove, and soon everybody would be talking about Gary and Tori, and where Gary had more than likely buried Tori. From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. 
Uh, Kath, we're going to come to traffic in a little bit because we're about ready to go live on Fox. Good day, which should be in about 10 seconds or so. So uh, when you hear the music, we will be live on their air. They will be live on our air, and we will see what all they would like to chat about this morning. Uh, Meanwhile, the ladies of Delilah's are on her in-studio cam. If you would like to look, go right ahead. We'll... Okay, Preston and Steve, if you are following your significant other on social media, stop now. That's according to a writer for Men's Health Journal. He, She says, not keeping tabs on each other actually makes your relationship stronger. So, do you follow your significant others? Preston, let's start with you. Uh, no, I don't, actually. Yeah. And I don't think she follows me, either. We, uh, I, Number one, I don't, I don't do Facebook anymore. I bailed on that. I'm mainly on Instagram. I, I, I Twitter a tiny bit. But she doesn't have Instagram or Twitter accounts. Well, she has an Instagram account. She doesn't go on it much. But we never really have, I don't know, we, we socialize in real life, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, How but, weird. Uh, I do, <laughs> it is so weird these days. I do find it fun when couples break up on uh, on social media. That's hilarious yeah. to watch, <laughs> to be honest. So We, we were the talking about. They scrub each other? Mm-hmm. Off each other yes. Pages. We were talking That's about it. today. So who, who Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth still has a whole bunch of Miley Cyrus pictures up on his website. Ah. Yeah. And the, the big scrub has not I taken place yet. Steve, do you guys? No. Yeah. I, I'm not on Facebook. So I never see my wife's vacation pictures as she's out and about. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 I prefer it. So she has a charity. Occasionally people retweet or, or send things to me that, that she's put up. But we don't. Uh, in my case, I'm doing a lot of stuff for the show. I think that's that to me makes sense. Don't. Don't be, you know, because you start sleuthing then and you start, you don't know how to take things. I think it is the recipe for a disaster. Plus, you two are living in the same home as this other person. Right. Why would you be on social media when you just be social? Honey, I have to ask you about this post and what was meant. Just, you know, (laughs) you're exactly that. And that's what kills me. Preston talking about couples breaking up on Instagram. Why don't you just go down the hall and tell them you hate them? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I get in trouble. I got in Did trouble last have... week for uh, for yeah, posting. Uh, I, I posted a sexy photo of myself on Instagram, and my wife's like, "Dude, your your kids' friends follow you on Instagram." I'm like, "Well, that's not all me, man. That is not <laughs> all me." Press that follow button. <laughs> yeah, and you called that's that picture sexy. Post. Is that yeah. what you said? That was totally sexy. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Just yeah. checking. <laughs> I don't have to go back and look now. I have to look myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you will. You will. Now, I have had it come up with some of, like, my friends when, if you're interested in a guy, but he still has pictures of his ex on the page, like, is that an issue? Or, like, should he delete them? Well, uh, to me, there, there are certain levels of that. If if there are, are, are uh, uh, <laughs> depends on what the pictures are. I think if a guy wants to have any success in the dating world, he should probably excise those pictures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, but, I mean, uh, who knows? Maybe he's looking wow. for a, a, a more unconventional relationship, and you'll be there the third. Part of your life. I've actually heard some guys also say when if they have pictures up of another girl, then they get more women. <laughs> really? Well, how, what would what would you do if you if you if you there's somebody you're into and you see a whole bunch of pictures of his ex up on his on his uh, Facebook page? Awesome or a turnoff? I probably think he still has a connection with his ex. Yeah, yeah. Like, but uh, if, if she's hot, you're gonna look at it yeah. and think, well, this guy's getting some hot girls. Maybe I uh, am uh, hot enough for him as well. Ooh. Or do you think, wow, he looks really happy with his current wife? <laughs> exactly. Could be a problem. Just post pictures on exotic vacations and they'll, oh, well, this guy. Oh, you know, he goes to good goes places. Over, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll hang with him. <laughs> Is that what works for you, Mike? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're fake photos. Oh, yeah. Uh, Photoshop. Yeah, I was never in uh, Bali. <laughs> I just said I was. You, you were in Bali, Kenwood. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, 
So I guess we won't see you next Wednesday. Uh, Merry Christmas. And Merry happy Christmas. New Year. Merry Christmas. Everything. Oh, yeah. happy holidays. You guys are awesome. And again, thanks so much for your help with the uh, Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Oh, I have to say this. See you next decade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Bye, guys. Sorry. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Okay. Uh, we did skip traffic, so let's get to that now. And. <laughs> They just pulled up the photo, the sexy photo of Casey here in our monitor. <laughs> oh my! You should go into his Instagram account if you missed out on it. He was he was uh, modeling his new uh, Delco shirt, uh, <laughs> teaching you the proper pronunciation and definition of the word "crick." Yeah. Uh, so go take a look when you get a chance. Oh Let's my. do that traffic thing, Kathy. What's going on? Uh, so it's showing that we've got stop traffic on 95 southbound between Cotman and Gerard, uh, but no real major problem. Just looks like volume right now. The Vine westbound, heavy 95 to Broad Street, and then from the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill eastbound, slowing the Schuylkill to Broad on the Schuylkill Expressway eastbound. You're slowing 202 into Belmont, and then heavy the Boulevard to South Street westbound jams, Pashyunk to South, and then the Boulevard to Belmont. 95 southbound, uh, I'm sorry, uh, northbound. Is jammed from the Walt Whitman Bridge to the Vine Expressway. Uh, we have delays on the Pennsylvania Turnpike eastbound between Willow Grove and Ben Salem. That's because of an accident westbound from Willow Grove to Fort Washington. Blue Route northbound jams McDade Boulevard to Route 1 southbound from Broomall over to Media. In Middletown Township, 352 at Baltimore Pike. Traffic being diverted around an accident scene there. And then in New Jersey on the 42 freeway northbound, you're heavy the Black Horse Pike to 295. 55 northbound jams 47 to 42. And heading over the Ben Franklin Bridge, you're jammed the toll plaza to eighth and vine this traffic report brought to you by mercedes-benz of westchester check out the 2019 mercedes-benz cla 250 coupe for only 299 per month available at all three mercedes-benz dealerships in fort washington westchester and atlantic city shop your mercedes.com today and that's your traffic on 93.3 wmmr yes nick i'm just sorry looking at casey's last six instagram posts i, I think sum him up really really well and, okay. and really the the most yeah. recent is your number one love in life your family your daughters and and i, I think I think uh, uh, Seamus is in here as well. But then a, a hilarious shot of you uh, going for a laugh and a photo, uh, I mean, a T-shirt portraying Delco. Then barbecue sauce and, and Wilson's barbecue. <laughs> mm-hmm. You and me making out a camp out. Yep. And then two fish photos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you. Yeah, that's me in a nutshell. I love it. Yeah. If you have not oh. had a chance to. <laughs> yeah, let's the days of Casey's life. Let's just reminisce about Case for a moment. Is he the time to remember? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyhow, we should do the bizarre file because that's times are gonna change. Here we go. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by Hers, introducing Hers new mini cheese puffs. Oh yeah, sure they're mini, but they taste anything but tiny. Cheesy mini delicious Hers forever good. Uh, we'll start with this: a Texas woman. Reportedly plans to marry a serial killer on death row, claiming he's actually very sensitive and very intelligent. No. Oh, yeah. I know what you're thinking. He <laughs> decapitated an entire family, so just ride him off. Don Arguello fell for Nico Jenkins while volunteering for an inmate advocacy group. Now, Jenkins was sentenced to death for killing four people during an eight-day shooting spree in Nebraska back in August of 2013. Look at this. He drew me a little picture of Ziggy in human blood. The convicted killer, whom a psychiatrist has described as a psychopath. Oh, really? Went on a shooting spree less than two weeks after he was released from prison for a separate spate of carjackings. Now, Arguello does not appear to be perturbed by Jenkins' checkered past. However, 
She is annoyed that the killer has tattooed her name Dawn on his head. She said, I was very pissed off that he did that. He doesn't need to How be... are you going to get a job? He doesn't need to be self-mutilating <laughs> like that. <laughs> However, Jenkins has a long history of self-mutilation and reportedly carried out some of them to claim insanity at trial. He once sliced through his tongue <laughs> to make it look like a snake before he smeared blood all over his cell walls. He requited nine stitches for that. Oh, it gets worse than that. The murderer once sliced his own penis to also look like a snake in homage of the Egyptian serpent god Apophis that he says he worships. He required 27 stitches for that one. So I was so in the doghouse when I slit my penis to look like a snake. I can understand <laughs> that. Oh, my God. I still hear about it every fight. And in 2015, he also carved, listen to this, he carved 666 into his forehead. However, he used a mirror and the numbers came out backwards. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, an emergency number? <laughs> uh, prison guards believe someone had slipped him razor blades to carry out the carvings. Now, uh, Arguello Chavez said that he's not what the media has made him out to be. He's an enigma. Uh, he has feelings. He's very sensitive. I want to be on The Bachelor. He's very intelligent, and yes, he's very manipulating. She refuses to officially confirm or deny whether she was engaged uh, to Jenkins, saying that she didn't want to reveal further details after uh, of their uh, death row romance. Ever since I slit my penis to look like a snake, I knew you were the woman for me. Uh, given that Jenkins is incarcerated in Nebraska... Ever some, since I shaved my nipples off. Since uh, some distance from Arguello's hometown of Lubbock, Texas, it's unclear how the pair met. I uh, made this for you. It's out of my pinky toes. Or how often they can meet. Uh, inmates at the prison are forbidden from conjugal visits. It's also unclear as to what Jenkins and Arguello have bonded over. However, she does appear to have a strong interest in prison life. In addition to belonging to a prison advocacy group, her Facebook profile lists her favorite film as Letters from Death Row. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, all dogs go to heaven. So he, th- th- this guy had shot and killed uh, a guy using a sawed-off 12-gauge shotgun. His sister and a cousin uh, lured two women into a park on the pretense of performing sex acts. Their bodies were later found. Then he killed somebody else after that. So this guy's just a, he's a psychotic individual. And so is she, clearly. Yeah. Here's a follow-up. Uh, Cluck Norris, the Las Vegas pigeon seen around the world after pictures sporting a red cowboy hat went viral, has been apprehended. They got Cluck Norris? They got Cluck Norris. Now, his friend, fellow pigeon identified as Coolamity Jane, is still out on the loose. The rescue group behind it is uh, of the apprehensions called Lofty Hopes, says it's dedicated to creating a positive relationship between pigeons and people. Uh, and in, cl- in fact, <laughs> just want my help. Uh, Mariah Hillman said this could definitely harm him of the bright yet red cowboy hat, which she says could attract predators. She said, I'm sure that he doesn't like having a hat glued to his head and possibly scalping him. It, it as he said before, it's clearly a cruel thing to do, but you can't help but laugh when it's you see it. Pretty yeah. funny looking. Hillman says the day's long search for Cluck Norris ended Monday morning when she successfully trapped the bird. She said, I can't believe we got him. It was shocking. Uh, we almost had Coolamity Jane, but no such luck. <laughs> Hillman and her volunteers have set a variety of traps with bird seed to attract the remaining hat-wearing uh, hat-wearing pigeon. So I wonder if they have a little dish with it says free bird seed. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's like the uh, the Roadrunner. A man arrested after he was found hiding in a Wisconsin family's closet. Uh, a woman's dogs. Apparently, this happened. A woman's dog. Hi, Gampy. Kept barking at a bedroom closet that evening. This is pretty wild. 
The woman and another family member tried to open the closet door, but they couldn't, and they saw fingers sticking out from inside the door, holding it shut. The man identified that police identified as 32-year-old Kabian Coleman apparently said, ho, 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 while inside the closet. Was he trying he, to do a Santa thing? He then told the family members not to ruin their Christmas surprise if they opened the door. <laughs> well, he, he's thinking on his feet. The two family members called 911. During that time, the intruder left the closet, went to a nearby garage, taking some items before going to a different home. And a dog at that home started barking at him, scared him off. Police tracked the footprints in the snow to another garage on a different street. Once officers got to the entry code to the garage, they tried to open it, but immediately noticed someone inside the garage pushed the button to close it. <laughs> this happened multiple times. So they kept, <laughs> the door that kept going up and down. Uh, and this, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, so they eventually were able to distract the officer or the uh, the man and get into the garage. He was in arrested by officers. Coleman later admitted using drugs and said he was on his way to turn himself in when officers started chasing him. Uh, he was uh, uh, he had an active arrest warrant out for him. So, all right, and then we'll end with this: a, a local story. An official spokesperson for Popeye's Chicken Corporate Office has responded to North Penn Now's request for comment following a viral video that surfaced over the weekend showing a four-legged animal being butchered in an employee-only of their Hatfield Township location. This is inside of Popeye's restaurant. Oh, my God. Remember I had a story a few weeks ago of a woman that was butchering a deer in a nail salon? You did, yeah. yeah. yeah this is along those lines. She's on a tarp. Uh, Popeye's released a statement saying, as soon as we saw the images, we called the restaurant owner to investigate and took immediate corrective action. The actions by the crew member showed incredibly poor judgment and are blatant violation of our established protocols. Part of that protocol is don't butcher don't your butcher, animals. Don't butcher your Love those butchered animals. The franchisee has taken disciplinary action against employee involved, and the restaurant closed temporarily for deep and thorough cleaning and sanitization. The so sta- were, they, were they simply butchering it for the thrill of butchering it, or were they... No, nah, well, here's the deal. Okay. So the, the statement comes on the heels of a now viral video, which oh. made the rounds through Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat over the weekend, depicting a four-legged animal with a slit cut through its abdomen on the table in an employee-only area. The video, however, misidentified the animal as a canine, and misidentify the location as Lansdale when it's actually Hatfield Township. Uh, they found that the animal is either a goat or a lamb, and it was being butchered for personal use. So you know it was meat. They were yeah, they were, they okay. were doing what you you're allowed to do, but you don't do it in the you Popeyes. don't do it there. Uh, the Popeye spokesperson. It's <laughs> a hallowed place. Wrapped up their comments by stating that they take incidents like this very seriously, and the safety of their guests is of the utmost importance. There you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you right now. All right. It's a miracle. Woo! We have uh, the broadcast tomorrow morning, folks. We're headed to Park Cicino. We would like you to join us if you think you know a thing or two about the President Steve show. You just might win some great prizes. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take callers 15 and 16. You have to be at least 21 years of age. Able to join us tomorrow morning at Park Cicino. We start early. you got to be there early. You and a guest oh, can mama. come. But only you... Uh, can participate in the Christmas Miracle Contest. Now, we have other prizes that other uh, audience members might win, and they can qualify for those. Don't forget, it's a Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, too, so wear your ugly sweater, and you might win some prizes that way. So, call us 1516-215-263-WMMR. Call us right now, and we see if you can get through. And while we are taking a break, the ladies of Delilah's are on our webcam in the studio this morning. Uh, Tonight's event, by the way, is their big sexy Santa party uh, it's her holiday extravaganza, uh, but it's sponsored by Grey Goose, Bacardi, Oakheart, and Heineken as well. So uh, on our cam right now, we have Nina and Victoria and Sadie and Mia. 
the best in the city you're going to find. Amazing. And they're right here in our webcam today. We're going to take a break, come back in just a moment, so stay close. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hey, it's Preston. Thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Jack Frost and Big Boulder ski areas are officially open for the season. And WMMR's Day Off on the Slopes with Pierre and Jackson is coming up soon. It's January 10th. Get your discount lift tickets at WMMR.com while supplies last. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Steve and I were sharing uh, angry gestures, just joking around. Victoria, one of the ladies from Delight, is like, what do you, what did that mean? (laughs) We were just joking around. Uh, We have Nina, Victoria, and Sadie, and Mia. Who are here from Delilah's, and they are on our in-studio cam as we speak, and they're promoting tinsels and tassels. Tinsels and tassels. That's right. Ah. It's their holiday extravaganza tonight, 7 o'clock. You can go to Delilah's.com, and they're wearing their pink Santa robes and uh, bikinis. Uh, and they usually bring, do you guys bring a, a, a change of clothes for later? No, this is it. This is the outfit. This is fine with me. They're bib overalls and uh, sombreros. Oh, okay. So that'll, yeah. be, that'll be later on. Uh, but you can take a look at the ladies on the cam. Uh, and I, I will do more Christmas Miracle tickets in just a few, not at this very moment, but first we want to talk about, uh, well, the new Star Wars movie opening Friday, right? Well, tonight, or tomorrow night, technically. Yeah, so yeah, it is midnight showings. Midnight stuff. showings, yeah. the whole yeah. damn deal, um, and uh, there was an embargo on reviews, as they usually do for something like this, and uh, a lot of people have already seen it already. There's yeah. embargoes on reviews. Well, well you they, can't they always do that. Yeah, you can't yeah. post things. You can't, uh, no spoilers. Things because like that. I forgot what movie it was. It might have been uh, The Last Jedi or whichever one we saw where they said, you can't even talk about it right. on the radio. Yep. Uh, what, did they give you guys that directive this time? Because Casey, Casey and Nick and Nick uh, uh, Murphy also, we're going to get a, a spoiler-free yeah. Review of how it was. We'll but let it, you know who dies and how. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. And then also, we we do have an exclusive clip from the movie. Oh, the the movie company sent over a clip. Yeah, they sent no. over a clip, and I I think that the embargo was because J.J. Abrams directed it, and but the, the budget was a little bit lower. There, it was saying, it was a little bit lower, which was surprising because this is like the the it's the final story and and on this. Uh, decades long saga. Yeah. So, so but the, the 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 fear was that they were not investing enough in it. And okay. so that's what we had heard. All right. Um I mean if you want to hear the clip, right. you can you can tell whether or not okay. uh it it held up. A little lower budget. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh no. Doc Vader is is attacking us with the spaceships. <laughs> Whoa! What did you say, Chewbacca's? <laughs> Did you say that our space rockets are all left up and that we we can't go nowhere? Well, I guess we'll have to use our laser cannon things and and crap and 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 try to blow them up. Attention, spaceship. This is Darth Vader's. 
You better not try to blow us up or something. Oh, you suck so bad. <laughs> you said it, Chewbacca's. Too late, Vader's. Eat our space dust. Fire the laser guns at will now. You do that, Chewbacca's. Uh-oh. Um, so are we allowed to play that? Well, I, I don't know. Be- right. We weren't supposed to let people know that Darth Vader's is in this. Oh, well, yeah. all right. So, That's so okay. They gave you the They'll know anyway. soon enough. All right. Actually, that bit goes way back to the very beginning of our show. I was going to say, I've listened to you guys for a long time. I don't think I've ever heard that. That was, that was from, like, year one. Wow. Yeah. That was right before Phantom Menace, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so... Do tell, spill. What do Listen, you think? Here's here's what I think. Um, it's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, and I was thinking about it a lot last night. Uh, I've been alive for this entire saga, right? I, I was one and a half when uh, the first Star Wars came out. Steve, I didn't see it in the theater. I know you did, but I did. I um, was with my four kids and my <laughs> it was my third wife. But I, I was one and a half when when Star Wars Episode One came out. I mean, Episode Four came out, and uh, you know, so I, I, I've grown up with all of these things. For me, it's been 42-plus years of the Skywalker saga, and uh, the movie that I got to see yesterday was an incredible capper to all of that. It's nine episodes of Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Princess Leia and all of it, and it, it's wrapped up really, really well, and I was really happy with the end result. Yeah, I Chasing, agree. Yeah. Uh, li- listen, um, I'm glad J.J. Abrams was back on board. I wish, you know, and even though I, I did enjoy The Last Jedi with Ryan Johnson directing, um, you know, J.J. Abrams started this uh, this last trilogy. You know, he finishes the last trilogy. He really knows how to direct an action film. And, you know, we, we saw this in IMAX, and you felt I mean, you felt the movie. Uh, they uh, they don't pull any punches. They no. start strong, and yep. the action uh, begins immediately. Right. So let me let, let me ask you, uh, Nick Murphy. The the um, so they're saying it has uh, that it, again. The way they just said nonstop action. It's what you want with all that. That it might be lacking just a little bit of heart. That you wanted a little bit more of an emotional end to this saga. But, you know, fans will get what they want. Do you concur with that? Yeah, I think so. I think Last Jedi is definitely the uh, more grown-up version of Star Wars, the more uh, emotionally impactful. This one, like, like you guys were saying, it's a it's breakneck speed. Like, it starts and it's like, oh, wow, we're just going to start yeah. with this. And <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to start at 60 and never stop. And uh, never stop. I mean, yeah. it was a full-on sprint the entire time. And, like, um, Leia's in the movie. And she's in it a decent amount, I, I, and I don't know how they did that, whether or not they shot all that stuff prior to her um, passing. But they, uh, they, they couldn't have. Uh, there, there's. Do you have any anybody have any insight on that? They, they, they had a lot of footage that they were. Are, are they using the uh, the face mapping technology and all that crap? I don't know if they are. I think they're using older footage from. Episode seven. I kind of don't want to know. And, and Blues I Brothers. I kind of don't want to know either way. And, and I don't Blues know. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was in that. Yeah. Go That's down true. to that uh, the, to the sewer yeah. with John Belushi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't introduce a whole lot of new characters, but the, you know, I remember with the with the Phantom Menace, uh, you know, Lucas brought in like these new characters, and it was it was uh, he was getting cute with it and stuff like that. And there were definitely some new beings uh, yeah. that you're introduced to. But they were great. Yeah, they, you know, like they, um, physical puppets. They're really cool, really like uh, old school. I loved it. So there were some people complaining, and I don't get this, that uh, there's too much fan service. And I'm like, wh- why? Oh, man, you can't please all. Listen, Steve, don't don't listen to anybody. Just 
if you have watched um, all eight of these movies leading up to this, and then uh, on top of it, Rogue One and Solo, go see your, go see the movie and, and enjoy it and, and be Complete your own story. And, and be your own judge. I agree, hundred percent. I, yeah. I love the movie yesterday. So did and, I, and I will watch it again. I will go. And because uh, I, I went and saw it without my kids, I'm a terrible father. But uh, I will go back at some point over the next week and a half, and and I will bring my children, and I will enjoy it the second time around as well. I I have a question though. So it's the end of it, but not really. No, right? there's a 44 yeah. more movies. Playing. No, no, no. Yeah. This this is the end of this Skywalker saga. This is episode nine. <laughs> no, I, I know that, but but we're gonna we we still have. Years left in the Star Wars universe, right? With the, with the Mandalorian would, and all that other stuff. Yeah. There, right? there are ways to explore the Star Wars universe without dealing with the Skywalker, Darth Vader, Emperor Palpatine <clears throat> saga. And I think yeah. that that's what anything else is going to come after this. I think this wrapped up episodes one through nine really, really well. And uh, Casey, to your point, uh, I, I agree, Steve. Just go see it and 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 judge for yourself. No, I, think, I, was, I think you'll like it. I was um, planning on that. I I, but, I thought it was just a weird a weird uh, criticism to well, say that you're giving fans what they want. People love to criticize yeah. Star Wars because mm-hmm. there's so many opinions on it. But I was in the bathroom uh, after watching. I, I stayed and watched the entire end credits because I got I wanted to listen to John Williams' music one more time and listen to the entire <laughs> credits. Uh, <laughs> I did that in my seat. I, I just... was uh, um, sitting in the bathroom, and uh, and I and I want I told Nick this. I want to say this in the most disparaging way possible. There were two nerds who were in there talking about the movie, and they were so openly critical. Five minutes after it ended, and oh I was my like, god! Can't, can't you guys take five minutes to enjoy this? For, yeah. you know, to enjoy what the entertainment has been over the last forty-two years. Don't don't break it apart yet. There, yeah, it's not a perfect movie. There aren't many perfect movies. Enjoy no. it for what it is, and and enjoy how this series is wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. It, the movie's a lot of fun, and uh, I really had a great time watching it. And I think if you go in there with that mindset, just you can go in and have a good time. If you're going to go in there and try to like figure out the science of yeah. magic force, I you know. Hey, you're the, have a bad the, time. There are people that are that are chronically disappointed when yes. when series when when things like this wrap up. I yeah. choose not to be one of them. Yeah. I choose to to just accept for whatever whatever the creative bodies are that decided that this is how it's going to wrap up and just and there you go. Yeah. You get what you get. Yeah. So shut up. Hey, yeah. and by the way, I, you know, I just got a text from my brother. If you think you know where this movie's going, no, you don't. You, don't. Okay. you have you, you yeah, really unless don't. you've seen it. You and know? I'm trying to play Unless like, you've seen it, yeah. So ghosts, yeah. you know, um, it's not it's not going to be what you expect, right? And I'm trying to downplay it too. Like I had a really great time. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to like make sure people go in and see it, like and experience it. Yeah, I think it's if you read reviews, if you read spoilers and stuff, like you just ruin it for yourself. Did you guys cry at any point? Uh, I got a little teared up at one. A little point. teared up. Yeah. Did yeah. you vomit? I, I threw up on Rockstar Rob because he was sitting next to me. Oh, yeah, no. you can smell yeah. the uh, the sweaty uh, velvet. Velvet, <laughs> black velvet. Yeah, I think it was just it was uh, reactionary. Uh-oh. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, I had to because I was sitting next to Nick McElwain, and I thought there was some there was a there was a point where there was a force between you. And listen, I I cry at movies. I cry at like dumb parts of movies. I, I've cried in. Tommy Boy and Dumb and Dumber and stuff like that. Good Burger. Good Burger. I I never actually watched. That wasn't it. a very good burger. <laughs> um, but there there was a there was a point where I was like, this is probably a cry worthy moment. I'm not crying, and I looked next to me to see if Nick was crying. It didn't look like you were crying. Did you cry at all? Uh, I got choked up a couple of times, but I didn't. I don't think it was I a pop cried. <laughs> it was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell you, no, listen. Um, some people are texting and asking uh, to compare it to the end of Endgame. You know, and and so that was uh, ten plus years of yeah. the saga as well. Ooh, yeah. And and I found Endgame to be a little more emotionally impactful okay. uh, than Episode Nine for Star Wars. Um, okay. But uh, I, and I'm not exactly sure why that is. It's also a long movie, so uh, make sure you pee before you go in. Mm-hmm. 
I did, and I still had to pee at the end. <laughs> I forgot where the last movie left off. Uh, they were this they, one. They got in the oh, car here, me, and they flew me away. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Kathy, can you me, uh, recap? When we're off the air, I'll recap the whole <laughs> series for you. I guess I should probably go watch that last uh, movie one more here's, time. So, so my general level, again, I, I, uh, you know, my my Star Wars cred is, is fully proper because I, right from the get-go, was always on it. But I never just openly said, this is great because it's Star Wars and was never critical of it. I still feel tonally the movies that I love the most, the original, Empire, and Rogue One. Yeah. But there, I think the uh, I think there's this this new energy in this now not new trilogy and, and the, the way they approach it has been very cool. And they've been they've been able to deliver on things. You know, they were showing the, the Lucas the second Lucas trilogy yeah. on uh cable over the, the weekend on on the home box. Yeah, now and, you can do uh, it on Disney Plus. Yeah, you have Disney that Plus. Yes, yeah. yeah, so, as so I was watching. So but the, the um the, the, everything, every one of them has something to offer, you know. Yeah. And, and press uh, last Jedi, uh, just to kind of give, give you an idea of how it ends. I'm not going to say how it ends, just on, on the off chance that people are listening and didn't, haven't that's seen true, it yet. That's true. Yeah. Uh, they're on that like uh, planet. It's like a salt planet where when they they uh, drive on it, it turns red. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, they yeah. kind of like they throw <clears throat> all the laser cannons at Luke Skywalker. No, laser cannons. Crap. No, laser cannons. <laughs> yeah, crap. I remember. Now mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Right, and then I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Hang on. Actually, this guy's connection to the Star Wars universe. I'm going to go to Tom. Hi, Tom. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's up, man? Not much. So, uh, my uncle was actually uh, the sound editor and mixer for um, the Star Wars movies back in uh, when they first started. He created some of the sounds up in the Poconos, up where um, up in Pike County near um, our family cabin. Uh, he took his old recorder and. Um, there's wire towers up there. Yeah. Oh wow. Wait, is your uncle Ben uh, Burr? He took a rock and he had his microphone and his, you know his old recorder set, and he just tapped the rock against the wire and took the uh, adjusted the sound for the blasters. Um, What's right. his name? What's his name? Ben Burt. That's yeah. your uncle. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nick Murphy just goes. Is, is your uncle Ben Burt? That guy's like a legend. I have his book. Yeah. I slept with his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he has created so many different sound effects over the years. He, he is. He's a genius and a legend. Um, can we get him on the show? Can you bring him in studio? Yeah, can, we, can I smell your fingers? Can you come over? Yeah, Unfortunately, I, don't, I, I actually called in a while ago, um, I guess when the last Star Wars movie came out. And um, I actually did reach out to him. But unfortunately, I don't think he's allowed, without Disney's consent, he can't do any PR, even though it's most, if not all of his sound, the sounds that he created, they're all trademarked by him. Right. Disney or Star Wars is owned by Disney. They own he it. can't do any kind of PR with it. And I yeah. wonder if he's still getting royalties if, yeah. you know, if that's a reason why he also can't without their permission. Well, he wrote the book. So if, uh, so he wrote, the, there's a book or the book uh, is based on him. Chuck gave me the book. Um, well, did he, did he write it, Nick? Or is it, ba- is, is it a, his story written by someone else? He has credits on it, you know, and it's all of these sounds that he's created. All right, so the then he could, he could talk about the book. We can, we can, we can swing this somehow. Rob, I mean, I could probably try to get in touch with him again and, and see if he would be up for even talking about the book and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, so so uh, the so the ice planet of of Hoth, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. So, are you telling me that all those sounds? He's basically that's the Poconos, is what he's thinking. <laughs> so, that, that, like, that's why there's Jack Frost Resort on the uh, on the island uh, on the on the planet of Hoth. All that stuff yeah. done up there in the Poconos. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and like the the, the breathing, uh, Darth Vader's breathing, the um, when he right before he talks is actually um, 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with scuba diving, but it's the it's the uh, the mouthpiece from the tank. Yeah, the yeah. regulator. Mm-hmm. The regulator. Yeah. yeah, it's the regulator from the tank, and he just I, I don't I don't remember how he created that, but I know that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's it's all great stuff. It's iconic stuff. It, especially, I have a number of those Hollywood um, sound effects libraries for production, and, and a lot of that stuff uh, is is classic. You you know, but it 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 you whereas some other sound effects libraries would end up used in other movies. Right. The Star Wars stuff is just for Star yeah, Wars. He's, right. he's legendary wow. in that. Hey, well, Tom, hang on. We're going to get your information. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. You know what what else he did with the sound effects and things like that? And and we can go back to this actual movie. But what's what's unique is not just how they, you know, like tapping on a wire stuff, but they would layer things on top of each other uh, to get uh, very cool sound. Well, the ships were, a lot of them were were lion roars, uh, you know, pitched at different levels. Yeah. I, I will say that um, Finn, I wasn't like the biggest fan of his in the first movie. Right, uh, he grew on me a little bit in the second movie, but I really enjoyed his character in this movie. And Oscar Isaac uh, Poe Dameron mm-hmm. is awesome. Hey, he is so like I love uh, the the comedic vibe that he brings to. Well, that's the, what the I was going to ask you about because yeah. you didn't like it very much in in Last Jedi. I remember, uh, you remember when they're communicating? He's in he's in the fighter. He's communicating with the ship. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. No, I liked it. No, that's you, said you didn't like it. Oh my god! I thought you said it was kind of they, they were kind of taken from the Avengers page book, and which we weren't normally. No, seeing. I okay. don't think that was me. That might have been page book. Uh, no, not anyway. me, man. I love that. Story. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, I yield my time to the senator from from the no, page book. I think the four <laughs> core actors in this trilogy are, are phenomenal. And Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley are all great, too. And this movie really f- focuses on Adam Driver uh, and Daisy Ridley. So yeah. they, they do a great job. You know, right. in this, Chewy. Chewy and C-3PO are so good in this movie. And it's no, Anthony Daniels. Like like, oh, yeah. yeah. They have some great moments. Anthony Daniels has been the only actor to be in every movie. Mm-hmm. And they were on Kimmel the other night. And he is... He's the last voice in every single movie, I believe. The last voice you hear is C-3PO in every really? single movie. Really? Like keys. Right. So, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that that is the case. He's the first voice you hear in yep. any of them. In the original, yeah. yeah but I, I think he's the last voice you hear. He might be the Maybe first and last, last in something. every single one. He's actually every voice you hear throughout all the movies. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, but he, he, was, uh, they, he, he brings it up on Kimmel. All right. Here we go. This is that. Think back. For more than 40 years, the first line you heard in a movie, a Star Wars movie, was what? Did you hear that? <laughs> I'm the main reaction. We'll be destroyed for sure. <laughs> That's so cool. That's an iconic voice, man. It was funny how, and we had, you know, like, uh, we had him. We did have him, and yes, and, and, and we had uh, Kenny Baker. Yeah. No, we had Boba Fett. Well, no, well, they were in together, but we did have Anthony Daniels one time. We did, we? Yep, yeah, yeah, we he did. Was, he was by himself. He was nice enough guy, but uh, I, I absolutely despised Kenny Baker because he was essentially a canned ham jammed in a robot. Yes, he didn't think that he, <laughs> he did nothing. He sat in there. Uh-huh. They could have used a sandbag. Yeah, <laughs> I had to lift him up into his chair. <laughs> this gurgling little right? creature. Yeah, yeah. I little... tried to kill him many times. He's a little bowling ball. No, uh, they they actually explore the relationship between R two D two and C three PO in this movie. I mean, and then they do it in a genuine way. None of is it he seemed, yet? None of it seemed forced. <laughs> uh, hang on, I want to go to Eric has a comment on the Carrie Fisher footage. Hi, Eric, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, man. What's up, dude? Um, during the production of this movie, JJ said he was going to use no CGI, no kind of face thing or anything. That is all actually her from existing footage that was left over from the Force Awakens. Wow. 
Okay. Interesting to you guys. Does that seem like that holds water? Some yeah, of it, yeah. Yeah, okay. because it didn't look... Um, Thanks, Eric. Because even, even with that um, that technology that they have, you could tell there's just something uh, off or whatever. And any scene that she was in, it, uh, it, it didn't have that appearance to it. So are there, are there points where it's like, I'm going to go into the space station? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget your lightsaber. <laughs> oh, by the way, so so Disney has got their, their Star Wars land that they've rolled out. You mean Chewbacca is dead? Um, yeah, and you know what, Press? I heard that it uh, isn't doing that well. I've heard it's doing great. No, I, I, I was talking to somebody who... I heard it's doing both not well and great. And great, yeah, I at mean... the same time. No, I had heard um, from somebody that works there that um, it's it's a little bit underwhelming. I don't think it's doing very well. Yeah. Preposterous. I'm going over the break, uh, <laughs> and we had to sign up for time, so... I would imagine because you want to California like a, or Florida. Uh, we're going to Florida. They're saying okay. it's amazing. They're saying the experience is unbelievable. And in fact, uh, talking to um, uh, Jim Antez's wife, who's uh, handles all that uh, sort of travel down there to both Universal and and, and uh, Disney, she says like there's there's like an after effect when an attraction like that opens up. People don't go for the longest time because you need it's it's so besieged yeah. with attendees that you you know the actually the other parks do better because. People just skip it. Yeah, there's a, and on Disney Plus. There's a documentary series about the Imagineers, like it's people great. who built uh, Disney and Disneyland and stuff. And they talk about that. They're like, we didn't have a lot of people coming because everyone assumed that everyone was coming, so nobody came. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If wow. you get a chance to watch, do you have Disney Plus, Preston? No. Okay, but that the series is just from the beginning of the earliest days of the dream of Walt Disney to the current day stuff, and they show you. Behind the scenes in ways you've never seen it. It's of Disney astonishing. World? Of Disney Disneyland? World, Disneyland, okay. Disney itself, the production company, I every like, aspect. I would like to see that. The geniuses. You talk about creating sound effects. The guys who had to create those from scratch and everything. Yeah. Those, Amazing. They, they, their, their production level is pretty damn impressive. You have and, to admit that. Preston, with the constant threat of bankruptcy throughout, you know, decades. Yeah. By the way, the, and the reason I brought it up is because I was reading in this particular story that actually talks about something different, Legoland and their their Star Wars uh, mini-themed lands. Mini. They're, they're actually closing. Really? Uh, but Disney, it says here, uh, opted for a Star Wars land based on an entirely new planet that fans previously never even knew existed within the Star Wars universe, oh. uh, which I wasn't aware of. So it's not... It's not the classic. Uh, it's Orlando World. Uh, no, <laughs> it's Orlando. Does it have World. the name of it? The name no, it doesn't. Okay. This mainly it mainly focuses on uh, this particular story about Legoland and just touches on the the Disney thing. But uh, it says here that it was that it's based on, I guess the the latest or maybe the upcoming uh, stories. I don't know. So don't it's know. my understanding that if you go in, and Nick Murphy, maybe you can back this up. I I don't know if it's both Disneyland and Disney World, but if we if you go and get this special package, you stay in in the hotel and you sort of assume a character. And yeah. Oh yeah, I read about that. Yeah, I think that hotel's opening up. I don't think it's open. Up okay. Yeah, but that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's supposed to be like an original land. Like they're trying to make it so this this spaceport that you visit at, at Disney World lives in the Star Wars canon and is like a real spot, basically. Here, I'm reading some uh, text coming. It says, I just got back from Orlando. The park's fantastic. The new ride alone is worth 30 hours of driving with two kids under five. <laughs> uh, is this, it? <laughs> this says, I was just at Star Wars Land two weeks ago. It was amazing. Uh, somebody says, Disney's Galaxy's Edge is fantastic. Experience it for yourself. Well worth it for the true Star Wars fan. Okay. 
What's Galaxy's Edge? I don't know. That's the whole that's experience. The, that's the place. That's, that's the main. Yeah, that's what it's called. And that's in the Hollywood Studios. Uh, yeah, I keep wanting to call it MGM, but yes, yeah, yeah. It's Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And it, are they opening a new ride? Because that's what I was told was that it's a teacup ride. Well, whatever ride that 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 was open now, there's another one coming that's going to be better. Yeah, I wow. think there's two new rides, and then um, they have Star Tours still, and I think they've incorporated spots that you see in the new movie into Star Tours. Do you know what's amazing? So I was watching footage of, of one of the rides. I don't know if this is one that's planned or the one that you'll see when you go down there, but you're, I, I guess in the Millennium Falcon, as you're traveling forward, you're looking out the front, but you can look out the back uh, as things are trailing you and firing at oh, you as well. Cool. So that's that awesome. Somebody else at Texan says Star Wars Land bombed at Walt Disney World, but not Disneyland. Okay. So I don't know. Uh, hang on. Let's talk to somebody who just went there. Uh, I'm going to go to Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. So did you go to uh, Florida or California? I went to Florida. So in Florida, the ride is open now. The, there's two rides. There's the Millennium Falcon ride, and there's Rise of the Resistance, which is a, a trackless vehicle where you're going through. They're trying to break you out of a, of a uh, enemy ship. Um, but the ride is incredible. So I got there about 5 a.m. to get in line for this ride at the entrance. <laughs> And uh, what they do is you, you scan in your, your magic band that you wear on your wrist, and then on the app you can book what's called a boarding pass to reserve your spot in the ride. Um, so what they do is they call your number on the app, and then you go over there. And, I mean, it's just unbelievable. There's animatronics in there. There's Kylo Ren in there. That's what they and, do. That's uh, what they do so well. Oh, my gosh. It's, it, it's the whole thing. So you go in the line. There's all these pre-shows. You got BB-8 and a Ray uh, hologram, and you get on the ship, like I think somebody said, and and you go through, and they capture you, and then you go through this whole thing. So it's and like a, it's point. it's very much an a, a, an interactive experience. Yes, front to back. I would. I've been to uh, many many of the top parks. I've been to uh, uh, Disneyland in Paris, and I've been to. Uh, you know, I've seen a grown man pleasure a camel. <laughs> it, it's just—it's the best ride I have ever seen in my life. It's—it's it's really incredible. Okay. And it's so expensive down there, but man, I would tell you the the Star Wars ride is worth it, and it is going to be like that forever. Like awesome, okay, cool. Right. And don't really forget, your magic band entitles you to a medium Pepsi and two churros. All right, thank you, Bill. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, uh, interesting. Well, yeah, I would like to see it for myself. There are a few people at Texas. One said that uh, the new ride is about twenty minutes from start to finish. Now that's oh, now that's that's, cool. that's what you need long, yeah, when you cool. go do a ride and you've waited to do it, and it ends up being a minute and forty oh seconds. God. It's so unsatisfying. Wow. That's when you enter a new world called Depression World. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So, anyhow, well, the movie opens on Friday, and uh, the gang here saw it. And thumbs, thumbs up, up all yeah. the way around. So, that's good. all good. All right. We're going to take a break. I want to remind you that we have the ladies of Delilah's. We have Nina, Victoria, Sadie, and Mia, who are on our studio cam right now. And they are promoting the Tinsel and Tassels Holiday Extravaganza, Sexy Santa Contest, all this stuff tonight. Starting at 7 o'clock, you can get the details at Delilah's.com, by the way. But I would like to give away tickets to our Christmas Miracle broadcast tomorrow morning at Parks Casino. It's live. We need a couple of super fans. We need callers number 17 and 18 at 215-263-WMMR. You have to be at least 21 and able to join us live tomorrow morning at Parks Casino. We'll be back in just a moment.
Casey, you look okay. like you have something to say. Well, I wanted to just a little editorial here. Um, <clears throat> so we just played the uh, Chewbacca Silent Night on the heels of our Star Wars chat. And yeah. um, we're also gearing up for the Christmas Miracle tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We have this prize, this Star Wars prize pack that I- I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. Tomorrow is so awesome. And I've been jumping now that the, the business office is open here at the station. I've been yeah. jumping back and forth between our promotions department. Because tomorrow... It is a lot. It's a, it's a it's a huge day, and there's a lot going on, and we're sort of stretched thin with our promotions department. So I've been jumping back and forth. To say the least, yes. Derek the Simon least. is yeah. uh, the most put upon man right now, mm-hmm. but he's unbelievably rising. Well, not unbelievable. It's what he does. Rising to the challenge. He's doing a great job. But these prize packs that we're giving away tomorrow. They're awesome. They're insane. So, There's like the Star Wars one. Yeah. As a matter of fact, as soon as I get done talking here, I got to go run out into the uh, Xfinity Lounge because... We just had another prize, and we got to figure out where we're gonna we're gonna gen this thing. Um, and Steve, this this prize has a special, uh, you know, it's near and dear to you and our hearts and and Anal beads and ears. Oh, yeah, I'm saying, I uh, oh, okay, I I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, mm. I can't wait for tomorrow. Would Annabelle like them? <laughs> oh, this one is for Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh. So, uh, yes, tomorrow morning is is the broadcast. We'll do some more giveaways in a little bit uh, for the Christmas miracles. So it's so sweet. You're going to want to brush your teeth. Get yourself set uh, for that. And and we we got we got verbal confirmation that Gary Lauer will be there on time. He says star yeah. of Chris, uh, Christmas at Christmas Cookie Cove. Yeah. Casey and I were listening back yesterday to snippets of uh, last year's Christmas Miracle, just to <laughs> familiarize ourselves with the format and how things run and how we want it to sound and everything. And we tuned, we, we, we jumped on the podcast right when Gary showed up. Which is what, about 9 o'clock? Nah, it was it like wasn't that late. Close to 8. But, okay. Uh, yep. we so we'd like, only been on for two hours at that time. Yeah. He, yep. uh, we were like, why are you late? He's like, some people gotta work. Yeah. And we are like, we're working. We're, we're working. <laughs> and you worked last night. Yeah. You're not working now. No, I just a friend told me some people do that. All right. So uh, he'll be in tomorrow. Uh, I have some stories from the junk drawer that I should oh. clean out or else we're going to lose them forever. Yeah, the holiday The holiday edition. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so Pornhub has revealed its most popular search items for 2019. Now, this is probably similar to your list, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's Kathy's porn activities, I guess. Holiday pornography. One of the most popular searches this year yeah. uh, is alien. Alien sex stuff, so huh? Alien porn. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I, um, don't, I don't know. Uh, you know what? It's a big year for aliens. Uh, on any given weekend or even throughout the week, you'll find like nine or ten different ancient alien shows. Or yeah. uh, you had the big Area 51 thing, that yeah. big convergence. Yep. Uh, that was supposed to take place. Uh, that's, uh, there, there's that recent, or not well, recently discovered footage of uh, uh, Navy aircraft chasing this uh, thing. So it's yeah, it's so in the popular thought. Steve, they said it, it did uh, coincide with the Storm Area 51 oh, thing. Okay, uh, the most popular alien-related searches on Pornhub are a- Area 51. Alien impregnation. Yeah. Right. And Alien 6. This is going to be painful. <laughs> God. Our dongs have barbs. Oh, oh Jesus. Like, like a cat? Yeah, like a cat. You can get stuck together. Wow. Elliot, uh, I'll touch you here right now. Oh, okay. Once you're over 18, I'm going to touch you there. 
Uh, women were also 33% more likely to search for alien-related videos than men were. I mean, That's look how big his, his fingers are. Well, yeah. Your mom spent all night sitting on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> You're magical, E.T. Wasn't there an E.T. parody? The, the extra testicle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. Wasn't, I think there was an E.T. parody Probably. from like the 80s or 90s. I, yeah. just fi- I just gave finger love to your mother's book club. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I just finger blasted your mom's whole book club. All right. And I sat across the room and I did it. Uh, <laughs> now get me some candy, you little dick. Do they all light up? All, yeah, your, yeah, finger, yeah, yeah, all yeah. your fingers light up? They probably vibrate. All their fingers lit up. Yeah. I no they look idea. like lawn ornaments. <laughs> they look like the landing strip at JFK. <laughs> wow, Ron Jeremy was in the extra testicle. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Wrote, written and directed. I, I'm, I'm depressed he has two to begin with. Uh, anyway, some of the other most frequently searched terms were amateur, amateur porn. Amateur, oh, there's amateur alien. No, not amateur alien. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> it's, it's my, my first, first time. time. Yeah. <laughs> See, there, there's a difference. My friend was telling me between amateur and homemade. There and, is. And so amateur are oh. people that are actually trying to do like porn star type of things. And, and homemade is and homemade like is just, footage of like hen parties and stuff like that. But amateur, they might use, somebody's videoing, they might have better quality cameras and so on, but right. homemade is like using It's like what you see on, it's yeah. like the sex stuff you see on America's Funny Song Big. Yeah. <laughs> We've got sex from yeah. coast to coast. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> there. A vertical smile. And tugging on her hair. You went from Star Wars to porn. Yeah. Wait, no. No, we went from... It's the red, yeah. white, and blown. <laughs> it's like uh, the this Kevin Bacon game, except yeah. with porn. This is Pornhub. This is... Uh, we, no, we, this did, is we did Star Wars. This is news. The last segment. We are That's a news sense. organization, aren't All right. we? No. Uh, by the way, so the uh, one of the other top ones, besides amateur and alien, are uh, point of view virtual reality. So where do you stand on that? I've, I've never watched it because I don't have a VR thingy-mabob to watch it. Uh, you, uh, yes, you do, actually. Uh, do, you, do you have a PS4? Yeah. You have a browser. That's that's what a friend of mine used <laughs> yeah. to check it out. But it's, that, it's actually, you laugh, because it, it, it's so dumb. Does your friend have kids that might also uh, hit the browser? My friend and... has a lot of cats. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> no. But, no, no, and it's, it's when it first came out, I'm like, really? God. I think it was bad enough that my wife saw me with headphones <laughs> on. Imagine she comes in and I've got the whole headgear. Yes. Standing in the middle of the living room, but it's low. It's as you'd imagine. It's just horrible. Is it, it? It's just it's 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 horrible. Does the uh, I like show, to imagine that it's great, but it's it's, it's not, done with the anyone can get a get, can get a, a VR like a three sixty camera, and that's what these people do. And uh, it's it's just uh, about ten seconds of uh, you know seeing what it's about, and uh, that was enough. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm happy with my computer screen. You know, yeah. Like, yep. uh, so does the uh, genre stuff or the parody stuff do anything for you guys? Because uh, uh, to me, no. I find it novel not and, and at funny. All. Yeah, I, I not at all. I don't find it sexy. Well, there was one Flintstones one that was pretty solid, but you yeah, know, yeah. because of that fantasy, <laughs> not really. Dino, yeah, well, dab a dong. <laughs> maybe, maybe Betty. Yeah, I guess maybe there was something. Oh, there, there was something there. Oh. Betty, yeah. I thought you liked redheads though. I do. I do. Well, wow. oh, my God. T- stop, dude, stop. take the hardcore <laughs> pornography off of our monitors here in the studio. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. Kathy, did you see that? No, I'm shopping. Okay. Yeah. All right, just checking. That was, <laughs> she's on Pornhub right uh, now. Yeah. yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, by the way. Did you guys see it over in the Hottie Camp? 
No. Yeah, they liked it. Yeah, yeah they, they're, they're they're smiling. Uh, okay, other other items that, that were hot. No, not other topics. Well, oh, these uh, are, these are other search. Uh, well, I guess topics. Popular yeah. so- search yeah, topics yeah. from uh, Pornhub. Uh, Belle Delphine. Belle Delphine. I've never even heard well, if that's uh, a person. Belle Delphine. D L P H I N E. So oh, Belle, she's like a, a girl. She's, Belle, she's B- a gamer. B e l l e. Oh, she's a gamer. Is she? Okay, that's according to Mia. Yeah, gamer. No, no, Sadie. I'm sorry, Sadie. Sadie. Sorry. I called her Mia earlier too. I'm sorry about that. Sadie. She's a gamer. Is she a gamer that does porn? Here, come on up to the microphone. Yeah, come over here to the microphone. I've um, seen her. Okay, I've seen her. She looks very. Um... Hold on a second. I... Go ahead. Real close, yeah. yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that much about her. Um, she kind of goes for the anime look. Yes. Okay. And. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know who this girl is. Yeah, gamer she... guys like her. They watch her play games live. But she doesn't do she doesn't do hardcore does pornography. Do any no. Kind of pornography yeah. Okay. But but people are probably searching for girls They're who dress up. Her. Yeah, who dress up as her and will do and porn like did that. Sell her urine in jars. <laughs> what? Excuse me. Yeah. All right. Just to see if she could get money. She was banned, I think, from Twitter or Instagram because. <laughs> People who were the, this, allegedly people who were receiving her urine in the mail were getting herpes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I will say her, her this: bath water too. Wow, her bath water. water. Yeah. So the, all that stuff is actually uh, there's a, there's a, sort of a kink market in uh, Japan, and a lot of a lot of that stuff will get sold uh, exactly. it, overseas. And there, there, you know this, Preston. This, yeah. is, this is a big thing. We you've reported on it in the bizarre file. Uh, that that people will do this, and that's probably what she got in trouble for. Okay. Because domestically, I don't know if that's something you can use. Our, <laughs> I'm not sure how old she is. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow, that's a good question too. All right. Yeah. All Thank right. you, Sadie. Yeah. Well Appreciate done. it. Well, well done. done, Sadie from uh, Delilah's. Jumping in with that. Yeah. So I have seen her before. Actually, my daughter watches videos of her playing games, and and uh, yeah, I think this is probably a fantasy thing, and they they search her for people who look like her on Pornhub, and, right? And there are people that will, yeah, that sort will... of cosplay her, exactly. And cosplay, by the way, was the other biggest search item, all right, on a Pornhub of 2019. So those are some of the things that people are digging around for. Looking That's for. wild, yeah. Mm. And they say they always come out with their list, uh, especially on the actual day itself. <laughs> What is searched for the most? On, yeah, because it's kind of a bizarre insight into. They what... do things like like on election day, yeah. and and, and they pre- holidays or when a movie comes out, they'll say what was the biggest search. And a lot of times, it does coincide with something that's going on. It does nationally. Yeah. It's weird. Is, yeah. All right. Let me see what else I got here. Jump draw. Jump draw. <laughs> uh, the fashion pendulum has swung far away from the micro bags of 2019. A large. Uh, Machino Backpack made its Subway Catwalk debut on the 9th during Fashion House Prefall 2020 runway show. It's a massive backpack, and by that, I mean it goes from your shoulders down to your ankles. It's gigantic. So like a, oh, that's that's not even like a camper's pack. It's, it's like a backpack. laughably loud. It's, it's It looks like a regular backpack. Oh, stop it. Yeah, we're looking at a picture of it right now. <laughs> It looks like a regular backpack, but on a different scale. It's uh, staggeringly huge. You could carry another human in that. And what is this for? It, it was at a it was at a, a runway show. Oh, runway show. Okay. Gotcha. And so, but you can actually buy something like this now. Whether people will really use that or not, I don't know. Because imagine that would that would, would snap, snap you your in spine. Half yeah. If you, if you fill that. I mean, thing it, up. it's already bad enough with a lot of these backpacks and the issues they cause for back injuries. Yeah. Um. You know, there, there's a big thing with schools and kids. You know, overloading these backpacks and then, um, you know, 
having curvature of the spine. Yeah. I mean, this this would be a backpack that you could maybe use for, like, let's say a sleepover, right? Yeah. And, and you're going to bring your own pillow and <laughs> your blankets and, and your sleeping own bag. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, a Japanese brand called CWF really did debut this ridiculously oversized backpack back in January. The retail price of that back, known as the Backpacker's Closet, is around $240. But this, I think, what they just did is kind of novelty for the, uh, for the whatever show this was it was putting on but it's pretty damn funny looking it looks like a joke why don't they with packs that are like this i assume they do it for large camping packs uh is put a counterweight on the front that's pretty good uh, well idea. you have straps i, I right. have uh, some uh, really large pack for overnight hikes and things like that uh from uh it's osprey's right the brand yeah. but, but what about a, a counterweight the, the counterweight's a good idea, yeah. um, but the, the straps really allow your chest and your shoulders and your, your stomach, your belly, your core to yeah. uh, support some of the weight instead of your lower back. Yeah, Nick, when we went to Sweden a couple years ago, we bought the whole everybody Osprey bags. Yeah. They're pretty badass. They are. Yeah. They're not they, cheap. They have, they have, no, they're not at all, but they have loads of different straps that come around the front. And they're and, great, yeah. And you feel really, it, it's it's a difference, most definitely. For sure. Yeah. All right, what else I have here? Uh no, I've around. Look at all that stuff in there, man. That thing's huge. <laughs> uh, let's go with this one. Okay, for those of you who are a little hard on funds and you don't mind making a move, uh, there's a, a couple of places that you can move in the United States that will actually pay you to live there. What? Right. Just to live there? Topeka, Kansas. What's is, going on there? If you will relocate to Topeka, they will give you up to $15,000 just to move there. The money will be awarded after a year of residency. And incentive funds are available for between 40 and 60 new resident uh, workers using the program's 2020 run with funds for the 2021 budget already approved. So they had a decline in uh, population. population, and they're looking to goose the numbers a little bit. Where did our friend Rachel move to? That Shelbyville. No, no, no. no. She, she moved somewhere in Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is, oh, um, it's the name of another city, uh, in, in, in a, a bigger Rome. city. No, not Rome, but but it's like a Paris, Kentucky, you know? I mean, it's a, what is it? Manhattan. Manhattan. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, that's nice. funny. Yeah, it's Manhattan, Kansas, and she's working in radio there. I was actually yeah. thinking about her yesterday and wanted to send her a text. And well, you got to use that your, in your resume. I, I did radio in Manhattan. Yeah. Totally. Just leave it at yeah. that. Well, she also, um, I would like to go there on the 4th of July. The, their fireworks display there. Is amazing. Is it? Yes. Why have how why have you heard about Manhattan, Kansas? <laughs> because she posted stuff? it on social media. Oh, okay. All right. Um <laughs> I thought it was legendary. No, yeah, like uh, she well, just it says isn't. it's great. It is now. So the estimated population of Topeka is 125,904, down nearly two thousand residents compared in April of twenty ten. Uh other American cities and do some research. If you're serious about this, you may be thinking about relocating and Yeah, if it doesn't matter to you. Don't you don't mind moving maybe to a small town and, and you get some extra money. So other cities paying people to move there include Lincoln, Nebraska, Kansas. Uh why does it say Kansas? All right, anyway, uh Tulsa, these are just some of these are states. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, Lincoln, Kansas. I thought it was Nebraska. Lincoln, Kansas, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Hamilton, Ohio, Route sixty six, uh, Marnie, Iowa, Baltimore, Maryland. Well, yeah, you, you can that. figure that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the entire state of Alaska. No They'll kidding. pay you to live in these places. I think there was a. So I think the Simpsons movie wasn't that based on them moving to Alaska and getting well, they had thousand dollars or something like that. They had had to, they had to leave. I think because of the the dome that was yeah started. Homer was uh, destroying yeah. the the <laughs> ecosystem or something. Um. 
<clears throat> okay, so are they actually giving you cash, or are there sort of um, rebates and breaks on certain things? It says offering up to $15,000 for people to move there, mm-hmm. and the up money to. will be awarded okay, after right. a year of residence. All right. So okay. Up to. That means, you know, there's, yeah. there's, yeah, there's some sort be. of stipulation in there. Are any of you watching Virgin River on Netflix? Okay, no. I just came across that yesterday. Is it worth it? I watched the whole season. It's really good, but it it goes into this living in like a very small town where everybody knows each other. Of course, the show makes it seem enticing. I'm watching going, well, I don't know. Living in a log cabin might not be that bad. Yeah, that's uh, you saying it. I can't, yeah, I can't imagine that that's, you know, and of course she meets like the most handsome man in the world when she gets there. My name is Reese Brockwell. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good case. Does, um, does Rachel, do you guys know if she enjoys living in Kansas or not? I, I, I haven't actually spoken to her since she, she left to do the radio show, which I think I, is, is great for her. I got in touch with her about three or four weeks after she had been there, and she had been enjoying it. Okay. So, but My, she's got a new job. We'll see how long small-town life uh, yeah. uh, entertains her or not. I'm not really sure. I, I lived in a, in a city of that size uh, when I was coming up in radio, and I enjoyed it. It was yeah. a good time, but I wanted to get the hell out of there <laughs> after a certain amount of time. I like driving through small towns. I think it's, like, really quaint and nice, and, oh, there, look, there's the town center right, and, you know, right. all that stuff. I went uh, to college in a small town, and it uh, it wears thin after a while. You know, it, it's nice for a few years, and uh, or seven or eight, you know, depending on how long you go to college. <laughs> and uh, but after a while, like it, it's uh, you, it really takes some getting used to. When I was Col- performing at colleges, I, many towns I would go to would not exist without yes the college, the college, exactly. and they were always besides the college life. Uh, the most depressing places. Well, there's yes. also this town-gown relationship thing, right? So th- there are you know some pretty blue-collar people that live in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, which is where Bucknell is, who don't like the association with the college. However, the college helps the economy of Lewisburg in, in uh, a lot of ways right. too. So it, it's diff- but they really don't care for a lot of the attitudes of the students that are. Well, there. it's like Shubies, you know, going down totally. the shore. Like, listen, obviously, shore towns are really nice and and they're they're a lot of fun and you know the the houses are expensive down there. But I don't know how they would do. If uh, <laughs> if they didn't have that boom but from Memorial Day, there are Jersey now. residents that can't stand shoebies. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, but if if you live down the shore, most residents they they love uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day, but they 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 love Labor Day when it's time for everybody to go. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? They, They've they had get enough. it. Yeah, yeah, I mean their business is right there in the middle of the summer, so they love when Memorial Day comes. But when it's all over at Labor Day, they're yeah. glad to see you go. It's kind of how I feel about the extreme seasons, right? Like I love summer, but then when um, you know that. Uh, uh, heat wave breaks and and then the leaves change. I'm like, okay, oh, this is nice. And then same thing with winter. I like the winter, but then after a little while, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for spring. Great movie to illustrate the the college town thing is breaking away. Which oh is yes, a struggle between the locals and and the students, and, the uh, the and, cutters and the um... yeah, and the people that go to IU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyhow, we want to move to uh, Topeka. They might pay you $15,000 just to move there. Hold on. Marissa wants to jump in. Yes, Marissa. It's probably on the air right now, but I did text Rachel, and she said uh, it was quite an adjustment moving here. Okay. From okay. And yeah. she, where was she before that? Vegas? L.A. L.A. LA? So, so that means no. She yeah, doesn't that, like I, it. I, I'm waiting for a response to that, and I, that's what she left it at. All right. Cool. Uh, let's see what else. We got here. Hmm, what's this here? Uh, it's a relationship thing. You want to hear about this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, relationships are important this time of year. The question is, when exactly does someone you're dating become part of the family? The family. The uh, a couple's therapist, Matt Linquist, says many people in their late twenties and early thirties struggle with this question. 
Uh, as dating and marriage norms have evolved, so have the idea of when you should start including someone in family outings, vacations, stuff like that. I think you're looking at uh, judging. It's a case-per-case basis, but I think there has to be an air of seriousness about the relationship yeah. and perhaps on the pathway to to something. I mean, then, you, you know... Um, like you know, you this know is saying? this is a tough time right now. If you just started dating somebody, say a week or two ago, yeah, and uh, the family's having a big event, right? Up, and it and it's a family thing. Um, you know, inviting them can be it can be weird, and if you don't invite them, can be insulting to the person. Now, what well. happens is also you assume they have their own families and their own obligations, and you may see each other for that. But yeah, you're right, Preston. If you do get, uh, you know, I'd like to spend the whole day with you or whatever, that can be... Yeah, there are all sorts of things at play here, and you have to know how to work with them. I think it's a better idea to ease whoever it is into that. You know, it's like there's a reason why you don't invite somebody to, like, a wedding right off the bat. Yeah. It's like, you know, you don't want to have to meet everybody all at the same time. Though I have been invited, you know, yeah. I've, in all my dating years, I was invited to weddings fairly soon after a relationship started, and it, it is a little weird. Yeah. I'm fine. I, I can socialize. It's no big problem. But uh, the dynamic is bizarre, especially, you know, like, Kathy, you talk about, uh, you know, somebody, a family member brings, a, a, you know, uh, somebody they just started dating, and so in the pictures you make sure they're all the way at the edge oh, yeah, like so the, you can clip them off. Yeah, the strippers mm. that come Oh, yeah. No, no, no we, we did right. that. We actually did that with the girl I was dating at the time. My mom, we were, we were taking, I was at... Christmas, yeah, and they made sure to put her on the end, and sure enough, cut yeah. her out, <laughs> cut yeah. her out because it was a good picture, yeah, and, uh, and they did that on purpose. I didn't know they were doing that on purpose. <laughs> I yeah. think, by the way, also what you can do, you as the person in that situation, be aware and perhaps offer. Why don't you get a picture with just the family? And if you really want me, and we'll do another one because oh, yeah, you'll yeah. earn tons of bonus points. Well, for weddings, I yeah. always give like somebody asked my advice on what to do because it, they were bringing um, her son was bringing his girlfriend, and she's like, yeah. I don't know how long this is going to last. I'm like, put it on the photographer. Tell the photographer to say, okay, this is family only. Okay, now significant yeah. others and girlfriends and so there whatever. you go. Wow. That, that way, it just makes sense. I don't think anybody's feelings will be hurt. No, especially if the photographer says it. No, you know, yeah, you just yeah, hired yeah. that person. Like, I don't know who brought this guy, you yeah. know, and then you can make him the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Lundquist says to de-escalate any tension that arises regarding family inclusion, the hurt party should ask their partner, why am I not invited to that thing with your dad? The hurt party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my dad doesn't approve of you. Yes. Uh, my dad hates yeah. you. When do I get to meet Annabelle? <laughs> Annabelle doesn't like you. <laughs> she thinks you're a money-grubbing whore. <laughs> Uh, Experts generally agree that if couples are angry at each other over the question of family inclusion, it's often because certain underlying realities of one or both parties' families' lives haven't been addressed explicitly. Uh And so you shouldn't just assume it's because the other partner is being a jerk. Did I ever tell you guys a story about the uh, the, uh, pseudo-aunt that uh, wanted in the family so bad that she made pencils? No, what? Right. made so, pencils. Yeah, so um, um, I have a large family on my mom's side. Uh, her mother passed away, and there was a stepmother, and then the stepmother had four uh, children of her own. Right. right, so it was a bunch of steps, and and they all had relationships. And one of their relationships, this woman desperately wanted to be in our family. Aww. So, it, and it was it was, was she pleasant or totally pleasant, yeah, yeah. except. Uh, way over eager. Okay. And so very early on in the relationship, I forget what her name was, but the, the uncle was my uncle Doug, Dougie, and she <laughs> made uh, Dougie and whatever her name was 
forever on, I'm not exaggerating, 1,000, 1,500 pencils. Oh and, and gave started, them out to everyone? Gave them out to everybody. <laughs> gave them to the kids, Whoa. gave them to the aunts and uncles. Okay, gave them to immortalized the... on a pencil. <laughs> on a pencil. How and, long did that relationship oh, thank you. Um, Maybe a year, Case, a year and a half. And But, awesome. but for decades afterwards, yeah, the pencils were still around. That's yeah. great. Yeah, if you buy 1,000 of them, yeah. yes. those are going to last for a little while. Wow. Uh-huh. How is okay. this pencil? That was a new one. Interesting. All right, one more thing. All right. So, everybody's got the doorbell cameras, or a lot of people do. Uh, now, a writer argues that if you have a doorbell camera, you should also have a sign saying that you have a doorbell camera. No. Uh, the issue is these cameras uh, capture moments on camera that the owners can share on social media, but without the person's knowledge. Uh, for example, you remember the video of the Amazon employee yeah. Yeah. dropping off a package? He was caught on camera dancing after the homeowner left out some snacks and everything. Uh, the video went viral. The employee reportedly only found out about it when his supervisor told him that the video was online. And the argument here is that your doorbell camera should have a sign indicating it as such and that you should ideally get consent from anyone recorded on the porch Please before posting here. it anywhere online. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leave, leave, some, leave some notes. I have uh, a friend on Facebook who just posted a picture. It was a doorbell camera, and he, he said, this woman is stealing packages from my front door. And I think, I'm pretty sure it was his mom. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like he just posted it as a joke. Oh, that's great. That's pretty fun. My, uh, I, I have, you know, more cameras in the prison near you, Preston, around yeah. in my house. I'm, I'm so covered 9,000 different ways. But you can tell, right, when you come up to a yes, door. Yes, you can clearly tell. It's it, and, and, and my... my <laughs> Uh, my, I mean, you wouldn't be able to clearly tell unless you're looking for it, right? They're kind of right, up in the. No, right now they're so they're so obvious. It's 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 especially when you walk up. There's there's a, a like a quick flash that takes place. Uh, really, <laughs> you're taking everyone's it's, it's picture. Little, it, yes, <laughs> in proximity, it, it, it'll grab a quick shot of you. Yeah. Oh, Okay. In fact, mine mine is so sensitive on the front of the house that it actually gets traffic going by. I'll get notifications. I have to have them ratchet it back a little bit because every car that goes oh, past. My, the squirrels yeah, um, yeah, yeah. set mine off. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you get little pictures of your squirrels? Oh, oh yep. yeah. That's and you funny. know what? Sometimes from the inside of the house, the cats will set them off if they sit by the front door right. and like look out the door. If there's the, any kind of movement, movement that happens, yeah. it'll trigger it. Uh, hold on. Let me go to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's up, buddy? I just heard your conversation about the signs for, like, the ring doorbells and whatnot. The right. So, turns out uh, I have one. And in the packaging, there is a sticker you can put on a door, just like what you do with, like, the ADT security ones. Right. Like that. Yeah. So, there, there is a sign that comes packaged with them. Okay. All right. I, I don't think anyone really uses it. If you yeah. want to put it up or not, I guess. I have Sky Bell, which is what they, they give you, uh, which is very similar to Ring. I like it better, but but uh, it comes uh, with the um, Xfinity Home Security. Sky okay. Bell? Sky Bell. Okay. Nice. All right. That's uh, that's all I have time to do. Uh, that was good. I do have I would uh, like to take this moment to give away a couple of passes for Christmas Miracle. Oh! It's tomorrow, my friend. We are going to be... All together on stage at uh, the Excite Center at Parks Casino, this huge venue. It's amazing. We're going to fill up the audience. We're going to draw names randomly, welcome people up to the podiums, and then we're going to play our game. It's a trivia-based game about the President and Steve show. You've been a loyal listener for many years. We want to reward you in one shape or form, and we have awesome wonderful great prizes that we'll give away. A lot of them are packed together, so we have, like, you win multiple things. Yeah, if, yeah. If you do end up winning, we have some uh, some parting gifts and all kinds of things that are going to be handed out during the program tomorrow. So, 
I will take callers 20 and 21 at 215-263-WMMR, and we can put you in the audience tomorrow for this live broadcast. You have to be at least 21, so keep that in mind. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. Some bizarre file stories are on the way. Uh, the ladies of Delilah is probably leaving shortly, so I'll give you a heads up if you want to take a look on the hottie cam real quick. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't forget their tinsel and tassels holiday party is tonight, and that's uh, through Delilah's.com where you can get all the information. We'll be right back. MMR's day off on the slopes at Jack Frost Mountain, Friday, January 10th. Look out below! Celebrate winter with the best lift ticket deal out there, along with a Pierre Robert live broadcast and a legendary happy hour with Jackson, live from E2000 Lounge. Listen up. We got you a great deal on lift tickets, but the sooner you buy, the less you pay. Now through December 23rd, lift tickets are just 10 bucks while supplies last. WMMR.com has all the details. MMR's Day Off on the Slopes. Sip, ski, and be merry. Friday, January 10th at Jack Frost Mountain from JFBB. Where the snow comes first. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Why not? Let's do the bizarre file again. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre File. Brought to you by Red Robin, and Red Robin believes every meal should be meaningful, every moment joyful, every bite blissful. Find your closest location at redrobinpa.com. That's Red Robin Yum. Uh, An unidentified man came onto the porch of a home in Denver's Capitol Hill neighborhood early Saturday morning, and he took a dump. (laughs) And it was all captured on a doorbell camera. We're just talking about doorbell cameras. They're great, especially if you want to see the guy taking a dump on your porch. It's one of the last things that Scott McCoy expected to see while skiing in the mountains over the weekend. He was skiing when the notification started popping up on his phone. He said through 41 different doorbell videos on his phone, he watched the incident happen. He says it appears the man was intoxicated. Mm-hmm. First, the suspect rings the doorbell and then tries to break into the home just before 2 a.m. Next, he goes over to a corner of the porch and defecates on it. And then he spends the next few hours stumbling and spreading feces all over the porch. Mm. And uh, he said, unfortunately, McCoy said that uh, he touches a lot of furniture, other parts of the wall and a window. And that's how we ended up with the current situation where there is excrement all over the porch. Did they get a clear shot of his face? I believe so. All right. He said, initially, you're a little bit angry that someone has violated your front porch. Someone has soiled up your front porch. Uh, He suspects the man came from a nearby bar or Christmas party. He does not believe the man is homeless. He said he's waiting for police to file a report first before touching any of the evidence. He said, I did put a little apology sign up uh, because just because I imagine the mailman and others that stop by will wonder what in the world happened on this porch. Jesus, that would be horrible. Crapped on it and spread it around. Why would you just go crap in the woods or something? I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but this took place yesterday. A 16-year-old girl who was apparently kidnapped right in front of her mother apparently staged the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I, I heard about this. this. The yeah. kidnapping in the Bronx was staged by Carol Sanchez, who allegedly confessed to it after being reunited with her family on Tuesday. No charges have been filed at this time, but police are looking for four male accomplices. They have to file charges. The surveillance video would send chills through any parent. Four men snatching a 16-year-old off a of Bronx street. There's blurry video that showed the scene. It shows four men in a sedan pull up to Sanchez and her mother. They grab the girl and then push the mom to the ground. And they took off with her. And the MIPD put out an Amber Alert. They flooded the neighborhood with missing posters. 
And then about 2.30 in the afternoon yesterday, she suddenly showed up back at the scene and turned herself into police as stunned people on the street watch. I, I guess she didn't think they were going to make that big of a fuss out of yeah. it. Yeah. Amber Alert, the She whole was thing. wrong. Uh, Sanchez was brought to the 40th Precinct Station House where she admitted that she staged the whole thing with four accomplices in an attempt to run away from her family. The NYPD wants to talk to all involved and uh, before deciding who, if anyone, to charge. All-day residents had worried about Sanchez and kept a close eye on their own children. Huh. Uh, they worried about her mother. Witnesses say that she was distraught Monday night after her daughter was driven away. But, uh, yeah, it all was a hoax. A Vermont man faces charges after accidentally shooting himself in the leg in a Denny's last month. <laughs> Police say Michael Bushy was at the restaurant around 4 a.m. When he accidentally discharged his 45 caliber pistol into his leg. Those pancakes are delicious! Uh, Bushy suffered minor injuries. Uh, police say although there were several patrons nearby, there were no other injuries. After reviewing surveillance video and other evidence, police issued an arrest warrant Thursday charging Bushy <laughs> with reckless conduct with a firearm. Well, here's a tip on what you don't want to pack for international travel in the United States. Don't arrive with almost 16 pounds of unpasteurized soft cheese in your luggage. And definitely don't pack the cheese in balls made of an unknown animal skin. Uh, this is God. weird. Right. And, it, and it happened here. Two travelers heading from Turkey to Burlington County learned that lesson, and they lost their cheese at Philadelphia International Airport. A canine, Potter, an agricultural detector dog, reacted during an inspection of baggage at the airport. And according to a spokesman during a secondary examination, agricultural specialists discovered five tanned animal skins balled up and stitched closed. And inside they discovered 7.1 kilograms or 15 pounds, 10 ounces of soft cheese. Oh, it my said God. The skins and the cheese were prohibited without veterinary certification due to the skins being a potential carrier of animal diseases. Uh, the skins and cheese were destroyed. And the travelers were released. And then one last story. A western Minnesota man was sentenced to 15 years in prison after shooting a deputy with a bow and arrow during a standoff last year. Rami James Olson was uh, <laughs> sentenced for two counts, first-degree assault. Rami James Olson? Yeah, that's yeah. what it says here. Uh, Olson also will have to pay more than $27,000 in restitution. Olson was arrested after a standoff. He began a crime spree where he stole a car and eventually crashed into a garage. Uh, and then I I've guess... i got a bow and arrow! Well, here's the deal. The, I guess he was in the garage and he saw yeah. a compound bow and arrows and picked it up and started using it. It's right next to the shotgun. Uh, so he struck uh, Deputy Paul Orvis in the left forearm and was wounded by officers who returned fire. Prosecutors asked for a sentence of more than 20 years. Uh, because of the incident. And he, maybe he thought he'd get off lighter if he used a, a, bow, a bow and arrow. I don't know, man. But he saw it there, and he's like, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you at this point. All right. Uh, let's take one more break. Uh, well, wait, we have a couple breaks huh? before we're done. Uh, but we'll take another break. We'll come back, and we'll uh, test your knowledge with a lesson question, and we'll get some trash and some music news. I will still have another pair of tickets for tomorrow's broadcast before the show is over. I'm not going to do it right now, but you do need to stay with us. And don't forget secret text word. Uh, you know what? Oh, I need to get that now. Oh, now. I need to get secret text word winner now. All right, so, Kathy, what's the number caller? 13. 
All right, if you know the secret text word, once again, this is not for the Christmas miracle. This is the secret text <laughs> word. If you know the secret text word, call now, 215-263-WMMR. Call number 13. You get a shot at it. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Squeezins, right, Case? Yeah. It was? Yeah. <laughs> four squeezins. Four squeezins. We used to have those guys on all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't seen them in a while, but they did the Eagles themes. Oh, man, why did I just stop that music? That was me. I did that. I meant to take it off a of live assist, Case. I didn't mean to stop the music. Stop the ah, music. that seasonal feel. Oh, uh, Lord. Let's see. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Bill said he didn't say low-hanging fruit he the other day. He is out of his mind. He has said it multiple times. We didn't, we didn't make other, that up. No, he, the other day is, I never said that. <laughs> yes, you did. You said low-hanging fruit. You said third leg of the stool. You said barn door. He said, is this a Jewish is thing? Is that a Jewish thing? Absolutely. Yep, so there are... Is that a Jewish thing? <laughs> Uh, there are many things. Now, he may have heard those things from elsewhere, but the yes. first time they were uttered in front of us came uh, out of his. They're Bellisms, yeah. like homyonkles. Absolutely. Homyonkle. <laughs> is that a Jewish thing? A homyonkle, I think, is a Jewish thing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're going to try and get an answer for today's, or see if somebody knows the um, secret text word. We were looking for caller number 13, and I'm going to go to Rick. Hey, Rick. Hello. All right, Rick. I'm good, man. If you give me, excuse me, the uh, the word, the secret text word, As we'll give you a proud, prize. Proud Presbyterian, the word is landlord. Yeah, oh, landlord, yeah. yes. Oh. And you are a Presbyterian. Excellent. All right. Hang on, Rick. We're going to give you some information or get your information. And we'll give, give you some information, some, yeah. We'll give you some info because uh, you 12, 15, and linoleum. God, I love this song, by the way. So good. We used to. You can tell me. My old band, we used to play this. I loved playing this song. Uh, so we're going to set him up with tickets as MMR rocks this band, Living Color at Ardmore Music Hall, Saturday, December 21st. And tickets are on sale now at eventbrite.com. We also have tickets for James Mullen, who is from Media PA. And James is going to get to go see Living Color at Ardmore Music Hall on Saturday as well. We'll hear this kick in. Such a good band. Great song. Yep, absolutely. All right, uh, let's see. We're going to do today's lesson question, and we're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the worst-case scenario survival experience. Now open at the Franklin Institute. The question uh, we're going to ask this morning. All right, we'll go. This might be tough. We're going way back. What kind of words give Cassie, Kathy the most trouble? <laughs> Two one five two six three WMMR. That's from, early. From traffic, might have been one of the first traffic yeah. reports of the morning. What kind of words give Kathy the most trouble? All right, two one five two six three WMMR. If you were listening way back then this morning, that's why we do this. It's a little reward for listening all morning long. Call now, and we'll see if we can get uh, a prize to you. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 
93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Patient First. Another Patient First difference. Urgent care that's open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day of the year. 20 Eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey area medical centers. Learn more at patientfirst.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Real Real Housewives reality stars Teresa and Joe Judice are getting divorced after 20 years of marriage. As one friend put it, quote, what they had was very special, Ed. (laughs) Oh, my God. After Prince William's uh, cheating rumors recently surfaced, Kate Middleton seemed to shrug his hand off of her arm well, both appeared on a BBC talk show. Kate reportedly muttered, I don't know who that has been in. <laughs> and finally, Kendall Jenner. We heard about this. And Ben Simmons both adamantly denying rumors that they have reconciled. However, Simmons was seen at a local adult toy store buying Benoit balls to work on his three-pointer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's your heart. All right, we'll see if we can uh, get an answer to the question. And what are the words that give Kathy... The most trouble, 215-263-WMMR. I'll go to Charles for the answer. Hey, Charles. Jordan. 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 All right, so do me a favor, Charles. Tell me what kind of words give uh, Kathy too much, uh, give uh, her a lot of trouble. Words with too many letters. Too many letters, yeah, obviously. (laughs) Hang on a second, Charles. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the worst-case scenario survival experience now open to the Franklin Institute. Jump, play, and climb in this kid-friendly experience and build your survival smarts. You can get tickets today at fi.edu. Casey, where did you get this gritty hat, man? Okay. Um, I got that from Jim Antez, who got that from a uh, client. If you recall, a couple of years ago, it was um, (laughs) a couple of years ago. By the way, to, today is uh, Ben's last day. Oh, yeah. no. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually me. We were sad. But uh, returning to the story of the gritty cat, please continue. Uh, at uh, Keenan's, I had that um, Jason Kelsey Mummers hat. Yeah. It was the same people who had that. Oh. Uh, so it's it's a costume company. Oh, okay. I thought this was like a promotional item for the Flyers. Can you hold it up, please? I can't quite see it. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Put yeah. it on. You put it on. Want me to open it up and please put it on? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd love to see it. It's in a sealed bag. <laughs> And he just gave you this? <laughs> yeah. I, maybe the name of the uh, costume company is on that little tag. That's probably on that small tag. No, no. Look at the package. Uh, no, it just says Gritty Trapper Hat by Rasta Impasta. That's it. Rasta Impasta. All right. I have to take off my headphones to put this All right. on. And now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's great. It's awesome. Lower it down over your eyes. You have it. it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's really up. funny. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. I wish I could see it. Oh my! Take god. a picture. Take a picture. Oh, yeah. Take a picture. Yeah. You have your phone. Uh, I you? love that. Uh, give me a second there, and just keep a straight know. face. Or uh, just keep yeah. a straight face. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you you kind of look like that fish dude from um, yes, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Mon Motha. I know what you're talking that, about. Yeah, that's my redheaded stepbrother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Now, now without without it on my yeah. all right, yeah. Admiral Akbar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like his right hand dude. Yeah, yeah. It's a trap. <laughs> okay, I love Sorry, it. I was uh, posing for a picture. Yeah, I okay. been talking you guys see uh, Gritty take out Santa Claus last night on the no. ice? No. Yeah. So uh, the the in between periods, they have Gritty come out doing various stunts at uh, various times. And last night, Santa was also out on the ice and had a stick. 
and Gritty came out from uh, the Zamboni Tunnel. <laughs> Jack Oh, my God. It was all set up, you know. Yeah, it was, yeah, of course. In, in the town that threw snowballs at Santa, the Flyers were having a little bit of fun with that. So, yeah, Gritty completely took <laughs> Santa down on the ice. It was by fantastic. The, by the way, Nick sent me a song. Uh, there's a group called the Zambonis, and they they do essentially a hockey tribute songs. And, and I remember the Zambonis going back to, like, 1995, 96, and I guess they're still around, and they did a song uh, about Gritty. It's yeah. A, it's a Gritty... Gritty Christ- Christmas and a Hockey New Year. And a Hockey New Year. Came out about a year ago, but I'd never heard oh, it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and so it's new to me, and um, okay. and so I, I shared it with you guys. If we get a chance to play it, uh, we don't have to play the whole thing, but I think the first uh, minute or so is pretty funny. Yeah, did you send it to Marissa? I sent it to the whole show, yeah. All right, see if you can, if you can pull that up. We'll do music news, and then when that's available, let me know, because I didn't even know that existed. All right, we're going to do music news, so here we go. No. Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by HERS. Small has finally gotten its break. Introducing HERS Mini Cheese Puffs. Cheesy mini and more munchable than ever. HERS forever good. Uh, We'll start with the fact that Foo Fighters are going to lead the lineup of artists who will pay tribute to Aerosmith. As the band is named as a recipient of the 2020 Music Cares Person of the Year Award. Boston legends are being honored for their considerable philanthropic efforts over the five decades uh, that they've been together and undeniable impact on American music history, according to the statement. Uh, the event will take place at the Los Angeles Convention Center January 24th. And joining the Foo Fighters to pay tribute will be... Uh, such artists as Alice Cooper, Gary Clark Jr., John Mayer, John Legend, the Jonas Brothers, and many more. That's pretty good. And as uh, we uh, reminded people, Steven Tyler appears in uh, Polar Express. Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the artists will perform a selection of Aerosmith's best-loved songs and will be led by musical director uh, Greg uh, Fillin Gaines. And Foo Fighters are currently working on their 10th studio album. Uh, this was interesting. I saw this yesterday. Kiss has announced... That David Lee Roth will be the band's opening act for its 2020 North American End of the Road dates. That's pretty wild. According to the press release, David Lee Roth will bring his exciting stage show featuring a twin guitar, big rock sound, and set list of classic hits and future energy. Um, and, of course, it was Gene Simmons who discovered Van Halen. Absolutely. So he... And once you see a David on stage solo... You will appreciate us that much more. Probably, yeah. man. Uh, so the 40-city itinerary will span two legs playing in February and March, and then from August to October. I wonder if he'll make him do that chicken song, the, you know, because he loves yeah, it so much. Absolutely. I love it. It's a great song. Yeah, it's a tribute to that wonderful beast. Uh, but I... I the majestic he, bird. Yeah. Um, I... Is this it? Yeah, buddy. Let me put on my headphones. Okay. You have to pull it up over your hair. Absolutely, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. When I had my face rotated, I had them put in hooks <laughs> to hold in my <laughs> headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, did your face yeah. rotate? They moved it. Uh, they took it off and rotated it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, he's going to be opening up. That, that'll be interesting to see David's solo. Bose de bose de bop to de bop. Yeah, he sucks live, man. I'm yeah. sorry if if you like Dave, I apologize. But my opinion of of his live show is just it's just it could be great, and it's just not. He's such a dynamic 
physical front man, but the vocals just they fall apart. They stink. And they, even, <laughs> but that's that's the that's the charm. Uh, but when and, was the last time you paid good money to watch someone stink up the stage? Even in the heyday of Van Halen, I saw them live several times. And you were very just, disappointed. I was such a big fan too, and I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm you know, I, thank God Eddie was there because hmm. he was awesome. Have you heard otherwise? Has anybody ever contradicted your opinion that uh, you trust about uh, enjoying seeing Dave? Because I agree with you. I, I don't. I just don't. Yeah, enjoy but it. listen, I've seen I've seen text and emails come in that have said, "Dude, you're wrong. Okay. You know, he's great live, but you know." To each his own, I guess. But I, I would like. I would Everyone like. Everyone loves the chicken song. I, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I no wanna, that's, that's not even in doubt. I would like uh, a little more singing as opposed to talking and skipping entire on lines. This? No, not this. Oh. On, on Van Halen songs. And you know what? He can't even do backflips anymore. So, right? Well, no, no. I. Don't. Well, they have guys come out and pick him up and <laughs> move him around a little bit, but. Oh, that was uh, that was Mariah Carey's big move, was uh, because she can't dance. Yeah. And, oh, they uh, come out and lift her up. Yeah, she would like stick her arms out, like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. yeah, and the guys would be like, because <laughs> she's a, a sack of crap, right? <laughs> she actually looks good. I saw a picture of her yesterday. In some uh... currently, yeah, yeah, she looks great. Yeah, she fluctuates. She's like one of those. Yeah, yeah. she's a down. curvy girl, and she's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God. She reminds me of a, of a large chicken. Oh, <laughs> this video looked like the guy was going to fall. Yeah, he had a seizure on stage. Okay. And both right. his biceps tore. <laughs> By the way, all I want for Christmas is you is mm-hmm. like in the top charts again. Yeah, yeah you I know think what? It was number one. I saw that it that it did hit the charts first time in a Cha-ching. while. And uh, that's it's legit. It's yeah, a, it's a really. I know you. And don't she really wrote care it. For it. Did she not? She wrote it, man. Yeah. Why? No, I love. I thought that you song. said one day you didn't really. Care <laughs> no, for it. Yeah, you said you hated Mariah Carey. No, no, now that I wouldn't. And say. that you thought fish sucked. Exactly. Yeah. You don't like. Star Am Wars? I misremembering this? <laughs> that wasn't you. You have a big penis. Yeah. <laughs> what? And Crocs are uncomfortable. Yeah, it yeah. was all you. <laughs> You're gonna wear jeans every day in the new year. Uh, yeah, and you love three piece suits. I love Happy that Friday. song. I instantly, okay. I, I owned that out. Oh, I'm sorry, CD. You uh, hate ranch dressing. You don't like to run away, and you've never jumped in your life. You don't like to run away. Never saw a pine cone. You don't like pine cones? And you never met Johnny Ding Ding. Actually, I never met Johnny Ding Ding. Okay. You're moving to Bucks County. Oh, my God. You watch your You mouth. said that. Yeah, that's an, that is enough out of you. By the way, I had somebody verify the other day that the bench with the uh, the, 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 the bowl that you can smoke yeah. out of is definitely still there. No way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's got to be uh, not, and it's not cloudy. Yeah. You can't have a communal pot pipe. Yeah. All right, moving on. All can I move on? are totally communal, by the way. Gene, <laughs> can I move on? For like 5,000 people? No. Uh, seven, seven Dust Drummer. Uh, Morgan Rose has posted a message on Instagram thanking fans and letting them know he's out of the woods following surgery for an undisclosed ailment. Why didn't he go to a hospital? Uh, Rose's <laughs> illness <laughs> forces the band... I let the Keebler elves do this one. Uh, ...to pull out of a U.K. tour as opening act for Alter Bridge and Shinedown. Uh, the band announcement cancellation last... Or they announced the cancellation last week, revealing that Morgan was under doctor's orders to stay in the U.K. two days later. Hmm. Uh, Morgan... <laughs> he's still here. <laughs> Morgan revealed that he was about to undergo surgery, and he admitted to being, uh, quote, a little scared, although he claimed that he was ready to figure out what was wrong. Are you? Are you a little uh, scared? He uh, posted a couple of hospital photos and wrote, in part, I'm not going to get into what the last week has been like too much. I hope everyone will understand. I will say I'm lucky to be here, 
and that the people that worked around the clock with me are the reason for that. So hmm. apparently it was pretty bad. So I don't know what it was. But they didn't specify. They did not specify. <laughs> uh, Slipknot's Jim Root and Mick Thompson have been named winners of this year's Music Radar poll uh, for best metal guitarists in the world. Wow. Uh, the pair received over 17,000 votes, beating out such names as Metallica's James Hetfield, Korn's James Monkey Schaefer, and Brian Head Welch. Killswitch engages Adam uh, Dukowitz and Joel Strutzel, Slayer's Kerry King and Gary Holt, and others from As I Lay Dying. While, the best guitar player in the world. While, yeah. she, while she sleeps, Ramstein and more. So, what's That's that cool. from? That's a wedding singer. Uh, the best guitar player in the world. Yeah. What the hell's that? <laughs> By the way, that's Joe Walsh. That's yelling. Joe oh, Walsh. Oh, is it? Yeah. An earlier clip. Do it again. What the hell's that? Yep. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> former Guns N' Roses, The Cults, and Velvet Revolver drummer Matt Sorum has set an April 7, 2020 release date for his memoir, which is titled Double Talk and Jive, True Rock and Roll Stories from the Drummer of Guns N' Roses, The Cult, and Velvet Revolver. Uh, according to the official book description... Storm will detail his early life as a drug smuggler, as well as his days with all three of those bands and his eventual victory over drug and alcohol addiction. Who's the current drummer for GNR? Uh, That's a good question. Thank you. I thought it was Matt Storm. I thought it was Matt Storm. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Guns. Yeah. yeah. Drummer. Yeah. Matt Storm. Yeah. 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 Guns N' Roses drummer. <laughs> What's the name of this book? It's called Cut Bin. No, it's called Double Talk and Jive. True. You know what they say. See a brawl to get that booty act. <laughs> Lay it down and smack them, yak them. Cold got too big. What the hell's that? Uh, Sorum said it's oh. going to be the juiciest of the juiciest of the GNR books for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Plus all the other crap I've done. I'm being really truthful about everything that happened, he says. <laughs> and there you go. Frank Ferrer. Hey, he's the current drummer? Yeah. What? Larry Ferrari? No. <laughs> Frank Ferrer. Okay. Didn't know that. And, uh, yes. That's all I have. In music. Uh, just there's a little observation yes, when the please, uh, the yeah. crane outside the window moves back and forth. It reminds me of those large um, uh, the brontosaurus in Jurassic Park. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we have a oh, brontosaurus the veg- outside. Yeah. The veggiesaurus. The, the veggiesaurus. Yeah, when they're in the trees. Yeah. Do you yeah. think he saw us? I get it. Yeah. I think it's a brachiosaurus. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Because it had a big knob on its nose. All right. That is what I have. In- <laughs> In music news, for those who've been interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I'd like to do is give away the last... I'm going to go back into my chicken box. Uh-huh. The Christmas <laughs> Miracle Pass. Yeah! Yeah! This is yeah! it. This is it. I got, I got two of them left for you. So we'll take callers 27 and 28 at 215-263-WMMR. You'll need to be there tomorrow. What? I'm sorry. Do we have that gritty song? Did that get sent over? We're going to play the gritty Christmas. We'll do that when we come okay. back. Call us 27 and 28 at 215-263-WMMR. Keep in mind, you need to be here tomorrow morning. You uh, need to, not here. You need to be at Park Casino tomorrow morning. Uh, early, 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 before the show starts if you want a chance to win. Yes. Right. And uh, honestly, uh, you know, you want to get there early, get good seats. Yep. 
And you have to be at least 21 years of age. So call right now. We'll be back in just a moment. Get ready to wrap things up. Stay with us. WMMR proudly presents the return of Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Miller Lite, Ugly Sweater Edition. This Thursday morning at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. A live broadcast. An audience of 250 superfans each out to prove their Preston and Steve IQ in a game show style throwdown. At stake, the best and biggest giveaways of the year with a pile of fabulous prizes from our favorite sponsors and advertisers. Including Yards Brewing Company, the Philly Pops, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Listen to claim your spot in the studio audience. Details at WMMR.com. It's a Christmas miracle. From Parks Casino, what a night. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I started off in kind of a crummy mood today, but I have to feel, I have to say that now I feel really sexy. Really? Oh, I wow. do. Something happened. I don't know what, but I feel really hot. And uh, I'm just hoping wow. that it leads into tomorrow. Interesting. We'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll be broadcasting. You look good. Thanks. Appreciate that. But I'm going to try to keep that sexy feeling alive. That sexy Christmas feeling. Tomorrow, that sexy feeling. Maybe it was because the ladies of uh, Delilah's were here this morning. I do want to thank them for being here. Nina, Victoria, Sadie, and Mia. Yeah. They had their tinsels and tassels party, uh, which is happening tonight. It's their holiday extravaganza. And that is starting at 7 o'clock, and you have to go to Delilah's.com if you want to get all the information. But they are it's great to have them by here. So uh, thank those ladies for coming in. And uh, let me see. What else do I want to do? Well, I guess he's standing here with his headphones on right he's by the microphone. Ready to go. We're going to have him speak up. Uh, our intern, Ben, uh, is celebrating his last day. Actually, he'll be at the broadcast tomorrow, but we're not going to do goodbyes tomorrow. We, we'll do them. We like to do them here while we're yes. in the studio. So, uh, so Ben, how you doing? I'm great, Preston. How about you guys? Doing we're, well. Ready for a good break? I told yeah. you I'm feeling sexy. So, are you, you feeling, sexy. are you feeling sexy today? In this sweater, particularly. Yeah, he's yeah, got a nice Christmas sweater on, a big wrap package. Yeah, big bow and everything. Uh, so, today's your last day. Have you uh, enjoyed your time here? This has been the ride of my life. The this ride has been, of your like, life? by far the most fun year I've had ever. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Wow. Well, you, you're really good. You know a whole bunch of stuff. You know a lot about tech. Uh, there's an engineering level to what hope you, you can get into. You you had us over to uh, Temple to do some radio stuff. You support the radio program over there. You're you're a man of many interests and talents. So you'll do well. Thank you. Are you the manager of the Temple Station? I'm the chief engineer. So chief I'm engineer. Like there, Rodney. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> Excellent. Well, are you? Is engineering something you're hoping to get into? It's a great starting point. It's what I happen to be good at, but. Anything is anything. Okay. Yeah. I'm All good. Right. With, I'm comfortable with promotion, some production stuff. I, I dabble in a little bit of everything. Okay. And uh, what year are you in uh, in college right now? Um, This is my eighth year. Your eighth year in college? You beat Nick! Yay! Congratulations. Wait, seriously? Man. Community college was kind of a little bit of self-discovery. Okay. So that took a long time, and Temple's being a little... Harry with some things, but oh. it's all results. We, I have a timeline of graduation, so it took me nine years to get a four-year degree. That's my grandfather always said. <laughs> <laughs> That's life. Well, Ben. <laughs> uh, you provided us one of our favorite honor moments when yes. you came rushing in, and your voice skips up a little bit. You get a little more nasally, oh. and so he rushed in, 
And actually, it was the same day we had the same the Delilah's, Delilah's Girls. girls. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the same thing. Oh, I didn't even realize yeah. that. It was the, oh, and today God. he gets on the air with the Delilah's Girls. There's something about those girls. It must be. <laughs> it must be. Uh, well, here, we got you this. is a little gift for the holidays. Thank so you. there you go. You can open that later on. But uh, I like this artwork, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Marissa did that, I think. Uh, so, all right. Well, cool, man. You, you've had fun. Any any moment stand out uh, to you? Keenan's was... <laughs> Beyond what I expected, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> and I just this week at Target, because he had a sale, I finally replaced the, uh, my coffee mug that got stolen. Oh, Kenan's. yeah. Call him, your, 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 your colon mug. Your coffee mug was stolen from Keenan's. <laughs> from Keenan's? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize how early we let people in, and it was gone when I went back out. Was it a oh. very special coffee mug? It wasn't special. It was just like a good one. That's okay. where I kept the like, ends. It was a very good cold liquid as well, though. Well, you've been a hard worker, and we appreciate yeah. your help, man. Thank you. Anything for you guys. And uh, good luck in uh, in the industry. We hope to see you around, and hopefully you're doing stuff with uh, Rodney and Engineering. That'd be nice. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. All right. Thank you, intern Ben. Yay! Ben, yes. ben, 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 And there he goes. That's Ben. Uh, let's Bye. see. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> I'll see you in the sky at night when you sleep. Just say Ben three times, and I'll appear to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh-huh. uh, Pierre Robert is here. Hey, man. Everybody funny. Everybody funny. Are you now funny, too? You funny, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, David Lee Roth did do some good shows. Okay. Uh, before I forget, I wanted to mention. Uh, I saw Van Halen with him originally in the 80s, and um, all I remember is it was so painfully loud um, that I couldn't even, it, it, it distorted itself. Did it. Um, if that makes any sense. Yes, One of my yeah. favorite songs is um, Ain't Talking About Love. And uh, I'm going, what is this song? It was so loud. It, it almost self-destructed it. Um, and that was the whole band at that time. But uh, then uh, I saw him on his three solo tours. Uh, and he also played, if you remember, Nick, my uh, 20th anniversary. Yeah, 20th, when you got the Minerva. Minerva yeah, 2. Minerva 2. Yeah. That uh, boondog. I mean, that lovely, <laughs> lovely weight around my... That lovely vehicle. Yeah. Uh, he, that, he was good that night. Um, he was but, good that But night. Fuel and the Hooters were better. Yeah. And so that's just my humble opinion, and my humble opinion means nothing to anybody else. But uh, it was cool to see Dave. It was the first time I'd ever seen him. I walked. Uh, I walked on stage with him. And this guy uh, saw him coming up from the back, and he had a bottle of Jack in his hand. And this guy goes, Dave! And he goes, my agent. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's got a line for everything. But he, um, one of those great solo tours, the best one, he had Steve Vai playing guitar, lead guitar. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had a great band. He had an an awesome band. band. I don't remember the other musicians. Greg Greg Bissonette was a drummer, and uh, it was uh, Billy Sheehan was a bass player. And it was uh, during the Just Like Paradise, Mm -hmm. uh, that album. And it was so brilliantly produced. Uh, uh, there were all these great moments, but the highlight, Steve Vai does this guitar solo, and Dave disappears from the stage. And uh, all of a sudden, at the back uh, by the soundboard, he reappears with a spotlight, and there's a rope ladder, and he, pres- and he guy's in wickedly good shape. And he climbs the rope ladder as Steve Vai goes into the national anthem, gets to the top on this platform, and gets on an orange day-glow surfboard 
and surfs across the ceiling of the spectrum singing California Girls. Oh, I'm Jesus. Going, that's the S. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, that's Liberace-like. Yeah. You know, that's so filled with crap and so magnificently, <laughs> you know, in a, in the be- in a highly complimental, uh, complimenting way, I say that. So there were, there were some great Dave moments. Yeah. However, the last Van Halen tour I saw, and it was really sad. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, but I think he has a potential. I think he needs to, you know, take some voice lessons and do some work. I saw some. Well, I don't, I don't want to get into it. You should get into about radio. It, no, I just I saw a, <laughs> I saw a, a video of them in, in their first ever tour, and he was doing the same thing. Then he was talking his way through the lyrics. He wasn't singing, and I'm yeah. just like, come on, man. I mean, give us a little bit of, of vocalizing. But and that's me. No, I understand. That's yeah, that's what makes this world fly like a potato. Rock and roll, any exactly. kind of music, every you music. can fly like a potato. Exactly. I go into Manja to get my coffee, and. Um, they're playing a pina colada song. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they have, I think they have Ben on in there. Yeah. And I'm going, are you kidding me? <laughs> did you get yourself singing along to it I at sure all? did, because me and my lady, yeah, we had, me and my lady had some uh-huh. trouble. Uh-huh. Took me out an ad, a local distributor, and I said, I want to meet a lady. So me and my lady, we don't have no being my lady no more, so we got to get a new lady, so we got a new lady, so I'm going to meet the lady in the You really hate that line, lady, that's... uh, Well, it's that's old 70s, my old lady. Me and my lady. He doesn't say old lady. I know, but a lot of people did in the (laughs) 60s and 70s. Last time I interviewed Ray Manzarek, I said, it was on his birthday, I said, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to bang the old lady. (laughs) (laughs) Can you say that on Ray? Sure you can. Yeah, you just did. I'm going to bang the old lady. Well, old Ray. Yeah. All right, well, we need the old letter of the day from you. I got more stories. Justin and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. R is in Riptide. All righty, and we've got a couple more to go before we give away the prize. A pair of tickets to see the Struts on December 29th at Fillmore and a signed copy of Young and Dangerous on vinyl. Then we'll give you a pair of tickets and meet and greet passes as well as MMR presents Greta Van Fleet on December 30th at the Met in Philadelphia, and both shows are sold out. So this is your way to get those tickets and the special stuff that comes along with them. We will give that away on Friday. What's up on your fine program today? Well, we'll have uh, more Day Off on the Slopes tickets for Jack Frost, which is coming up pretty quickly now. We've got um, workforce blocks of Christmas songs that we do. we got the struts, uh, and we um, you know, will uh, honor those shows coming up before too long. We've also got uh, a workforce block of um, the great St. Keith. Uh, for Keith Richards' birthday. Um, so we will celebrate uh, with some Rolling Stones uh, most of the Keith um, material uh, and uh, some of his Christmas things. Well, he has one Christmas thing, so it'll be cool. Excellent. All right, thanks, Pierre. I want to thank our sponsors, too. The President Steve Show brought today by Winter Airport Parking Fest's way in and out of Philly International Airport. And also Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness black card, and you can bring a workout buddy with you every visit. Tomorrow, all about the miracle. Yeah! Preston and Steve show live broadcast from Parks Casino. Invite only into the Excite Center. It is the Christmas Miracle live broadcast, so we will have a good time with that tomorrow morning. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. And have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Listen, dude, it's December, so it's time to lose the short. And the other thing is time to lose the crocs.
forever. Next message. In regards to Rudolph not being in the Polar Express, he was in MMA classes learning how to protect himself against the bullies in life. So maybe next year you can explain to your children Rudolph learned how to take care of himself. Next message. You ever notice that when you have kids, you spend half your life worrying about their well-being and the other half wanting to f kill them? The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.